0: The Soul Knox Podcast, and I'm your host, Carl hikara and this is episode number 96. And this episode kicks off my uh, top 40 of 2023. This week, I will be having two episodes, one tonight and then one on Sunday, which will be covering my um, 40 up to 11, and uh, then my top 10 will be on Into the Necrosphere next week on Tuesday. So uh I'll be on there with uh Razor Eater Metal, aka Dave Berardi, who of course has been on the podcast a few times. And um and of course with Jackie Schmidt, as always, on on Necrosphere. It'll be my first like full on appearance as I've only before done the uh the um what do you call it, the, the new segment. So it'll be cool to be finally on uh, the main main uh segment of uh, Necrosphere. But this week, um, this first episode of the top 40, um, brother Drew Goth has joined us to d- discuss his top 15 as I do my 40 through 26. Um, and it was a great episode, uh, discussing a bunch of stuff that, um, some stuff I was aware of, some stuff I wasn't. Um, he has a great list. Um, and so, uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh it was a pleasure as always doing the episode of with Drew Goth and you know, he and I have some some stuff in the works for y'all so, musically. So, um keep your eyes open for that. It'll be uh we'll be have some more information as time goes on. Um so yeah, keep an eye out. And um yeah, so that's what's going on this week. Um, like I said, and then my next episode on Sunday will be my 25 to 11, which I did with with my friend uh, one of my one of my best friends, uh, Sage Jaden, who of course uh, was on uh, before uh, a few times. And I think three times so far. Although it has been a year since his last appearance. Um, so yeah. So in our previous episodes we had covered our uh, uh, talking about Funeral Doom as well as Silent Hill as well as just an episode about music and stuff. But this episode, of course, he gives his top fifteen, as well as my twenty-six to eleven, and his list is really good as well. A lot of uh, a lot of gems that I'd never heard of. I've, I mean, he and I only shared a couple of the releases in our list. So, um, so yeah, I hope you guys will enjoy the episode and um, and uh, hopefully check out all the uh, stuff that that's mentioned today. And um, once we get to the top ten on Tuesday. I will then put out a the uh the full playlist that I have on Spotify for the for everything. So um you can always check that out. And uh, of course as each episode comes out, I'll put out the list appropriate to each episode as well. Um so anyways, um I'll get into the plugs and then we will uh we'll get into the episode proper. Um of course, as probably most of you know, I am part of the uh, gang of podcasters called the Horsemen of the Podcast Apocalypse, which uh, consists of every other Monday, you have Horror Wolf 666 with Brandon Legion. Every Tuesday, you have Into the Necrosphere of Jackie Schmidt. Every Wednesday, you have Everything in Black with Mike Hill. And of course, Mike and I have our series we split between the two podcasts called uh, Darkness Weaves, all about the work of Carl Edward Wagner. Um, and the, the next episode of which will be on, on, uh, Sloan Knox later in the month. And then every other, sorry, every Thursday you have Necromaniacs with Mike Hill, Mike Scandato, and Jeff Kashid. And every Friday you have Spitball Media. And in intermediate times, when they have an episode to come out, you got, um, Iblis Manifestations with Cheyenne of Trivax. Um... Yeah, please go and follow everybody, spread the word of all the podcasts. Uh, we appreciate all the support from each and every one of you who does support the podcast. Also, please check out my brother, Constantine Tuonovi, with the Mycelium Signal podcast. It uh, should be on there very soon. We just have to schedule a time to do it, so yeah, keep your eyes open there as well. Um, you can follow me on social media at Instagram at either my name or at Denver Underground Radio, which is the online radio station I run. Um, we have shows live every Tuesday and Thursday night, starting at 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at DenverUndergroundRadio.com. You can tune in on there. And on the Instagram, you can see all the set lists, all the set by the podcast, and there are links in the story archives, post-the-podcast episodes, as well as uh, Spotify playlists for all the uh all the radio show episodes as well. And then, um, finally I have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash soul knocks podcast, $2 a month. And, um, yeah, should be, uh, my goal is at least two bonus episodes a month, if not more. Um, and, uh, yeah, and they get the, um, and I appreciate the support. You help, uh, keep the lights on here on the podcast. Um, so I really appreciate that and uh everybody who supports the podcast are there very much the uh the inner circle, so to say, and um yeah, we'll be getting more stuff out there on the patreon as I have time but um anyway, so I think that's everything um to kick off the episode, I'm gonna be playing a uh a track that Drugoth picked um to play, which is um going to be the uh a song from one of the the albums that he has in his list which is a band called Lear, l-l-y-r and the song is called beneath the blackened sky and um that's off of a ep called through blood and fire where chaos reigns or i guess it, yeah it's an ep slash album um so yeah i i believe uh drew Goss also plays drums on it um But yeah, so uh, we'll play this song. We'll get into the episode. Hope you guys enjoy. Hail Satan. welcome back to the podcast uh, your second time on
1: yeah thanks for having me once again
0: of course yeah glad to have you back on and uh get to t- talk face to face we're all messaging each other and been working on our uh our uh, in the works prior, prior project antichrist blood scourge so yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that'll be that's it's fun that'll be uh that'll be a 2024 uh uh agenda we gotta take care of.
0: Yeah, I'll be I'm gonna try to get that done in the next couple months. So hopefully people can look forward to that in the in the near future. So the, we'll eventually put out like a track or something for it. Uh in the you know as a little teaser for everybody.
1: Yeah man, I'm keen. I'm psyched on this.
0: Yeah. And then you guys you just put out the um the show grath, show grass uh yeah, thing yeah, yeah. where you played drums on it, right? So
1: yeah, I played drums for that. Um so Shograth is um is Shograth. He um he records the guitar for Drugoth. And he also does the backing vocals in Drugoth. He's the the lower, deeper um vocalist. So if you like Drugoth, uh you'll probably like Shograth. It's yeah, he does the guitar for me. I write the guitar, he records it. Right. um and and then in Shograth, he does writes and records the guitar and i do the drums for him and i do uh packing vocals for him in that as well
0: right you do the higher vocals on it
1: yeah 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 Yeah.
0: and yeah it, it's kind of like the colder hate forest side you know
1: um, yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, udon black metal you know
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's still it's all it's still in the same realm um um yeah just trying to keep it different a little bit and um like he's a far superior guitarist than i am um Mm -hmm. and uh but it's it's a lot of fun you know trying to it's like uh two two pillars you know to hold up the structure of what true black metal is to us and uh yeah it's pretty fun the drums are uh uh a lot more relentless than uh drew goth right it's yeah. just yeah the, those drums uh they killed me but uh, it was fun
0: yeah because it's pretty much some of those tracks try most of the tracks on there like a big portion of them are relentless like blast beats basically right so it's like i'm Pre- sure that was pretty exhausting
1: <laughs> pretty much and yeah i only use a single kick like i don't use double pedal so you know, blasting for eight minutes or whatever straight is pretty nuts, but it was fun. Um, you know, and using a different drum setup for this project as I do differently to, um, Drugoth. Drugoth is more simplistic, um, just crashes and hi hats. And then in Shograth, there's like, I think I used three different China cymbals and like a ride cymbal and, yeah just trying to really push myself you know
0: right well also when you're doing when on one level one part of the drum beat is a little bit more minimalistic with shogaroth with like the kind of more like uh you know unrelenting blast beats i think adding having like different different um symbol sounds like you use on it kind of helps break up each section right so if if it whole thing's blast beats if you're using okay this is the china part or this is the ride part and that kind of yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. It, it 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 to me it um it kind of creates i try to follow the riff on the cymbals you know cuz a blast beat isn't very uh you know it doesn't really follow a rhythm or a melody of the riff but um yeah i i tried to do like cymbal accents to to help out the guitar riff it's just a, something i tried and uh i don't know i think it turned out pretty cool
0: yeah i think it works good yeah i think with those types of um more minimalist like b- blasting that kind of black metal blast like that like the two things that help help kind of keep it different for each riff and everything is like you can slightly variate the the bass kick, because the bass kick can be a little bit. You can actually have the bass kick be a little bit slower even than the snare, right? You know, like you know, if like Transcend Hunger, sometimes it's like the the bass kick so slightly slower. You know what I mean? And then yeah, and that can help kind of keep a kind of like kind of feel. And then when you have like the hi hats, that helps to accent the riffs. And those are those are the kind of ways that I feel like separate the people who do that kind of stuff the best versus you know you know some bands are where the drums are just so like just like the same throughout just like very monotonous you know what i mean
1: yeah it just adds a little i don't know a little flair
0: yeah i mean i i really i really love the Shograth ep so i'm definitely looking forward to what you guys do next for it as well you know like
1: thank thank you man Thank you. i appreciate it and uh shog shograth he appreciates it as well
0: yeah that's yeah i mean i i really i don't, i mean all this you guys are doing like the drew your drew goff stuff and then then now this you know like and i've always been a big fan of bands that use like the real like like barbaric vocals like he has on this project so it really adds that feeling of like a raging you know um beast you know what i mean set loose upon the world kind of feeling you know
1: (laughs) yeah he's uh he's just one of those freaks you know where he picks up a guitar and he just he's just really good and and writes just killer riffs and then same thing like you know we go into the studio and i don't know what he does i think he has a drink of water maybe a cigarette and that's it you know and he just sounds like that and then afterwards He's talking totally normal like nothing happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, some guys are like
1: Your mic is cutting off.
0: Some guys are just like that, you know, yeah, they yeah. they um they like I remember reading a uh, hearing an interview with Martin from uh you know Asphyx, and, and um Yeah he is saying that he all he does before a show he just kind of says, Oh I just like stand back i do like a shout and i'm good to go and he just goes up and does does this thing you know
1: (laughs) yeah i'm i'm kind of the same i don't i never practice you know when i'm in the studio recording vocals that's the only time i ever do vocals yeah i'm kind of uh, kind of the same same way yeah yeah i i I, my voice doesn't blow out or anything i don't know i don't know
0: i've always uh, when i first started trying to do like black metal vocals when i was a teenager actually found it very very intuitive for me like i found it very easy to figure out how to do different sounds and what to do and and um just through making music you know through doing stuff and and developing my my voice with that much more so than actually singing singing was a lot more difficult for me to master than than doing black metal vocals you know what i mean like uh it's just always been that way for me like a much more much more intuitive doing the black metal vocals
1: yeah i Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I sound the way I do. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It just, I just, we were. uh, I did like a drugoth demo. I think it was like three or four songs. This is back in like two thousand and sixteen, and I was just like, "Yeah, cool. I'll try vocals." And and you know, never practiced prior. I didn't know what I was gonna do, and that's just how I do it and uh i was like well at least it's a little bit uh unique i i think anyway like yeah, your, vocal- big-
0: your vocals remind me very much of like back in the 90s like vocals are a lot more like unhinged than they are now like they're just like going for it you know and your vocals kind of give me that feeling of like they're not Cause a lot of people nowadays take like lessons and do all this stuff to like, you know what I mean? Like there's just a lot of information for people and I think it's better. I kind of prefer the more individuality that you get from just like going for it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. That's now that I kind of know what I do sound like. I, um, yeah, I don't know. I just keep, I, that's just what I do. I don't know. Um, I hope a lot of, I, I do, read a lot of like comments and stuff and people are like oh these vocals are fucked like like <laughs> they don't like it but i think it's just because it isn't what they're used to yeah like i guess like it's I, not yeah
0: yeah i think your vocals are very are different and they're they're um they definitely remind me more of something i would have heard on a 90s black metal band you know what i mean and that's what i like about your vocals you know what i mean
1: oh cool no thank you well that's cool all I all I really want out of it at the end of the day is um uh, you know, if someone was to put on a random C D or some shit and I was singing on it or guest vocals on it, they would know instantly, Oh yeah, that's true goth. That's all that's all I want. I guess uh yeah, to stand out, I guess, in a way. Yeah,
0: yeah I yeah. think you I think you definitely do. I mean, I can't think of anyone else who sounds exactly like, like what you do, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, That's cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's your own sound for sure. And uh, there's bands that I would maybe put in a similar category, like maybe early like the early summoning and Abigor vocalists, like the silenists, kind of yeah. similar a little bit. But well, yeah. like I said again, like it's like '90s stuff, you know. Like yeah, but even then, it's not quite the same. Like your your vocals are very distinct, which I think is cool. I like that.
1: Yeah. I'm- I'm glad it doesn't sound like I don't know, like it doesn't sound like someone too much, anyway. Yeah, yeah, is like that... individuality. I think is a very, a very important and very key element of black metal, especially nowadays.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that for sure. It's really you important.
1: know, you go on camp or something, or on YouTube and one of those uh, cool like pages that uploads new um, black metal like every day, which is cool. I find a lot of cool stuff, but I would say maybe one in 20, I will actually sort of go back to.
0: Yeah. It takes a lot for something to stand out. I feel like, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to, yeah. Trying to stand out. That's um, a very important thing uh, in my music and, um, creativity anyway that i try to do
0: yeah i think it's important with with everything with um with uh the aesthetic that you utilize with the music with just the whole the whole package you know it's important to to kind of find your find your own um your own expression you know and i think that's much more important than trying to be popular sound like everybody else or something you know what i mean
1: yeah i don't think i could do that
0: eh? (laughs) i definitely couldn't (laughs) i can i can just do what i do i'm not i'm not i I guess i I i'm not talented enough to like copy other people you know what i mean
1: (laughs) yeah me too me too um musically i'm very primitive and mentally as well i'm very primitive like i don't i don't know how half of technology and all that shit works man even this uh the Zoom meeting thing like yeah this is still quite beyond me but here we are
0: right i'm making it work
1: <laughs> yeah i'm growing
0: <laughs> but yeah so yeah i mean i guess the the it's pretty probably when i was looking at the title of this episode the what we're doing is we're doing part of my top 40 list so yep. i wanted to get you on and and um covering um You'll be doing your top 15, and I'll be doing my uh, 40 to 26. Although I have a special like 41 that I want to mention as well. So, but um, that's kind of a little extra for people. But um, so, yeah. So, and then I'll be doing 25 to 11 with another friend of mine, trying to figure out exactly who that's going to be. And so I'm not going to announce that yet. And then my top 10 should be with Jackie on Anton Necrosphere. So. That's
1: yep. That's
0: how it's going. Last year I did it all one episode, and that was a bad idea. Doing running down a list of forty albums in one episode was pretty exhausting. By the end, I was just like, I was just like, you know, you go in a lot more detail with the earlier stuff, and then by the time you get to your top ten, you're like too tired to like even want to talk too much about them. So I was like, this year I'm breaking everything up. So
1: <laughs> yeah, good idea. Don't wanna don't wanna fry yourself out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I want to give all the albums, like, uh, their chance, you know, and I will say that this year was a pretty, pretty good year. I mean, um, last year was actually fairly easy for me to get my list down to my top 40 at a few extras, but nothing too much. But this year is really hard, like, for me because there was a lot of really good stuff, and I, my my honorable mentions list is pretty, pretty – has a lot on it too of stuff that was on my list i got knocked off by stuff and it was kind of difficult i had to really like calibrate and think of like make some tough choices of what's going to go on and what's not based a lot of times based off of what i actually listen to the most or but in a way is the order is only vague you know what i mean like i guess my top 20 really is like some of the, the top 20 that i listen to the most but after that i mean a lot of the stuff is stuff that is relative, like, they could, things could be, like, higher up on the list or lower down, it's just stuff that I think is really good for this year, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I agree, um, when you asked me to do this, I shit my pants, because I never, (laughs) I never, I never do a top list, you know, I don't care, and I'm sure everybody else doesn't care about my opinion, but with that being said, I implore everybody who does listen to at least check out my whatever it is top 15 just check it out give it a listen might be shit you might like it and to also do that with your your list as well you know because you'll probably find i don't know what are you doing 40 out yeah. of the 40 you'll probably find i don't know i'd say a good handful of uh pretty cool shit you've never heard of so i i know i'm doing that i got a notepad because uh i'm going to write down some of the shit that that you mentioned that i probably haven't heard and check it out but yeah i also have uh some uh, honorable mentions as well um even even uh yeah trying to do 15 was hard because i'm i don't know i'm pretty once i find something i stick with it for a long time you know i don't really branch out but right here we are here we are i, I managed to do it and also get honorable mentions so
0: that's good, and then you um, your list is gonna. So my list, I just stuck most these are just albums, and you, but yours is kind of like a mixture, right? Like you have some EPs and demos and just whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's my first time, and I don't care. You know, some EPs are cooler than some albums, and, and I don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, I mean, I sometimes break that rule too for certain for certain EPs and stuff as well, where I'm like, you know, it just needs to be mentioned on best of list, so. Um. The. uh Um. Yeah, I mean, it's just great, great albums that came out this year and stuff for people for people to check out, and I'm glad that you that you said that you're here doing it with me, and and I'm uh, keen to hear what you what you picked as well. So I think I know a few of the things might be on there from us conversations, but um. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah, but...
1: uh, hopefully, I was a little bit secretive, but uh, <laughs> I don't know hopefully you know some people uh yeah like i said find some cool new stuff to check out
0: definitely um so i i let's see i'm just gonna start with my that one i said was like 41 or it's just a little extra one because i i wanted to put on my list but then i couldn't decide on something to take off so and then um then we'll get into the list proper and that's um my friend evan hopper's band quell Yep. his album all that was and never will be because um i feel like it's his best album and um he put a lot i know he put a lot of work in it and everything and um i particularly like this track he did of, with my friend mike hill from tombs like he had mike do some vocals on it and but yeah so i wanted to put this on the list but i just was like i couldn't decide on taking other stuff out so i just cheated <laughs> it's 41. Who, so <laughs>
1: 41 your, your top 41 who cares
0: yeah but then so, yeah, so that's that. And um, so, yeah, I'll let you go first with, uh, with your 15.
1: All right, cool. Uh, so before I get to the 15, uh, I've got, what is it? One, two, three, four honorable mentions like you. Um, I had to cut them out. I really didn't want to, but I feel like they need to be mentioned um, because I listen to them a lot. and um also like like you said before like you you didn't necessarily go back to them too much but they were still they made it on the list or nearly made it on the list anyway they're they're honorable mentions and um uh one of them is nightmarer uh deformity adrift yeah that's uh, a good album I'm a big fan. I have been a big fan of that band since they did like a two-song demo. Um, I don't know. It's it's just it's different, it's interesting. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of uh that whole dissonance sort of shit. And um the drummer in particular, uh Paul Seedell. I think his name is pronounced. He also plays in the ocean. Um yeah, he's just a very unique talented drummer um yeah i don't know it's yeah he's just he really stands out for me in modern drumming and uh he's a big reason why i do enjoy that band but um even the guitar work is phenomenal um
0: i I really like the um like the piano ambient part on it and kind of like it's a kind of kind of like silent hill-esque type of like Sound, you know soundscape stuff that's on the album as well that's pretty cool
1: yeah yeah it's just i don't know it's 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 quite horrific music isn't it is this yeah i would say it's like death metal i don't know all these shit sub but yeah to me it's just a good fucking death metal album and the songs are like some of them are quite short which i don't mind you know i don't like it when songs are just dragged out for the sake of it but then yeah. at times there's you know bands or songs it it needs to be dragged out but um yeah i that's one of the honorable mentions um yeah. i think that's, that, on, that,
0: that's on my honorable mention list as well because i oh, yeah. it, it was on my list originally but it got knocked off by some other stuff but just because it, i did listen to it a number of times but not as much as some other stuff so
1: yeah yeah i'm um, yeah same boat and uh, another one of my honorable mentions is Hate Forest. Uh, they did a Celestial Wanderer sewing with salt kind of, uh, I don't know, demo? It's like a, like a compilation. Sort of yeah, yeah, I th- yeah, compilation. I do know um, Celestial Wanderer came out in 2020, but they put that on this new compilation and I don't care. Hate Forest is sick as fuck. Um yeah, yeah. I don't know. I listen to that shit before the gym and I try not to uh cave people's heads in with my elbows. So Yeah. Thank you Hate Forest.
0: Their uh their last album was my album of the year last year, so. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Their last two uh what was their last one? Innermost.
0: Innermost, yeah. I yeah, loved that, that album.
1: Yeah, and Hour of the Centaur was really really fucking cool
0: yeah i'm glad that roman's yeah. back to making hate forest again like it's it, you know i, I love Druidka, but hate Forest is my favorite project of his um so i'm happy yeah. he's saying new stuff
1: yeah i agree i agree i i um i think Shograth, well he writes it all i think he's very inspired by this band as well just yeah. the aggression and the just the power of his songwriting yeah, and that kind yeah, of
0: um, cold, yeah, like unrelenting feeling. Like I could definitely hear that with show growth.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they're also on the honorable mention, and um, uh, what else? Have I got the uh, Profanatica, uh, Crux, Simplex. Um, I'm a big fan of that band. Um, I think it's cool that um, that band. Well, the 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 dude behind it anyway um kind of has a uh hatred for norwegian black metal i think that's kind of funny <laughs> yeah i don't know like it's it's funny but yeah. i don't know i have a soft spot for drummer vocalists as well it's just caveman knuckle dragging shit and i love it i think it's fucking sick
0: yeah i saw them live this year it was sick and that that album's actually on my list um but it's higher up So it won't be on the ones we're talking about today. So but it's. not. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Cool, cool. So yeah, there's a there's a particular song on there called uh, The First Fall.
0: Yeah, it's a Kriolic Chorus song.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's got like this weird like there's this heavy ass riff and then there's a weird like I don't know, it's like a weird bell sort of thing, like flurry on the bell, but it sounds sick. It, It just piqued my interest, but yeah. The song names—I don't know what the lyrics are. I don't think they release them, but the song names and the the riffs and the music—it's it's just a good, solid album.
0: Yeah, it's really good. It's one of one of their best albums, I think. And seeing them live playing it was really sick. So,
1: yeah, oh, that would be cool. Yeah, and I have the,
0: I have the T-shirt. I got the T-shirt for for the, it has the album cover on it. So,
1: oh yeah, yeah, cool. And then uh, the last of my honorable mentions is uh one i can't really pronounce and i blame you for that but it's a vrykola vrykola that one yeah yeah uh, that's mine <laughs> yeah 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 you released what was it three or four this year
0: yeah they're all old EP, um demos from like 10 years ago but yeah
1: yeah, but you released them um, this or 23 so I can get away with this, right?
0: Yeah, you can cuz d- they'd never been released before until this year, so. <laughs>
1: cool. Perfect. But yeah, the one that stood out to me the most uh was uh the record honoring the fallen one.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I like that one.
1: To me that one, I like the others a lot. Um but this one I I don't know why whether it was he recorded it at a different time or something, but it just seems, a, it just feels a little bit just raw and, and more musical where the other albums, there's a lot of samples, which are cool and I enjoy, but I don't think there was any samples on this album or well, movie samples or clips or anything like that.
0: I don't think so. No. Oh, that one yeah. too. Like the, the first, the first, it's like, I think there's two demos on that one and um the first demo on it i was going for a really like aggression like i was very inspired by Hall and stuff like that so yeah you got yeah
1: you got the um you know satanic black metal uh, yeah exactly on the first song yeah which is sick as fuck that's my little nod to Hall. (laughs) yeah your vocals and just the the riffs as well just yeah there's a lot of aggression yeah uh, like you said the first first bit of the album anyway and then later on um uh i don't know the vocals you you do like i wouldn't say it's like clean vocals but it's like these weird like howling sort of vocals you know yeah it sounds pretty cool like uh the the song um those of the mark and Paths of citra ara yeah the the vocals are yeah i wouldn't say it's clean vocals but they're just they're very eerie and like howling almost
0: yeah i would i was kind of influenced by the idea um uh like um the band nephandis has like they'll do like these black metal songs and suddenly they'll have like a kind of doom song with these kind of like clean singing ish vocals almost chanting clean singing and mixed in with like this raw black metal and so I was kind of influenced by that idea so I was throwing a few tracks onto you know mixed in with like the raw black metal trying to do these kind of almost like more doom r- doom riff type of songs and
1: yeah yeah like even that. even musically um yeah like you said yeah that they're, they're more doomy um which I like I like the slow sludgy sort of songs like that in black metal a lot you know
0: yeah i think it's a nice mixture like when bands have that kind of where it's like it's always nice when you have a band that's like okay you got some blasting songs and then all of a sudden you got this kind of heavy doomy song mixed in you know it just
1: breaks it up yeah
0: and it also takes us back to the fact that you know if you look at the 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 forefathers of black metal you got Bathory and you got Hellhammer. Hellhammer has a lot of doomy stuff. And even Bathory, you know, you get into some of their stuff. It's like mid tempo, you know, it's not all blasting. So I think, um, I think it's always been a, an undercurrent of a lot of black metal that I've always really liked is the kind of mixing in that doom, doom elements. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it kind of gives you a chance to, you know, recover and take a breath and be like, okay, this is, you know, uh calm within the storm almost
0: yeah and you can kind of create an atmosphere and then yeah get back into the blasting
1: (laughs) yeah and also um did uh matty p he did the artwork for all of those releases did he
0: yeah he did he did yeah
1: i i i think the artwork for that release is probably my favorite out of all of them as well
0: yeah i really like that artwork that he did for that yeah it's really cool that was one yeah. he already had done that I was, that um was asked him if I could use so it was just perfect oh, yeah, for, yeah. for the for the concept of that compilation and everything.
1: Yeah, he's killing it. Yeah in the artwork department and the music department, just everything, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's pumping it yeah, out. He,
1: <laughs> he did um he did the cover for the Shograth uh EP as well.
0: Yeah, and that that's really yeah. cool. Artwork I like it a lot. It has a really great yeah. atmosphere that he did
1: yeah he just uh yeah he the turnaround on that was like i think it was like a day maybe two days he just painted that shit straight up yeah he Blew works my mind he
0: works fast it's kind of like me when yeah. i paint when i paint i usually get stuff done in one go you know and yeah. he's he's the same as i am like that. he he'll just pops he'll just once he sits down and does it, he gets it done which is really cool
1: yeah yeah which is probably a good thing yeah
0: yeah I mean, yeah, I like it, when
1: you're in that zone, you know, you just want to flow and ride it. You don't want to try to come back to it and this and that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess it depends on an artist's style, you know, but um, for the kind of style that Matt does, you can tell that that kind of subconscious element flowing through into it, you know, is a, is a big part of it, you know, because you know, do you have artists like Valeriani and people like that who paint like in like, a classical style where it looks like something from like the 1700s you know that's going to take way more work but <laughs> and it's cool too but i really like matt's stuff you know
1: yeah i do too yeah i think he's uh uh very very gifted and i'm glad that he you know got back into that brought it back because yeah and he's helping out like the underground a lot too like how he does those I don't know what it is like a month or so and uh you know it's just like free artwork for whoever wants it
0: yeah i think that's yeah, and,
1: you know that's that's cool shit, you know
0: yeah and i'm gonna i have another round of of Rekulka's, um demos that are actually older than the ones that i released um that are a bit more traditional black metal sounding and those i'm gonna start putting out this year and uh matt said he'd do the art for them too so we're gonna keep it rolling well, yeah
1: yeah, cool. I'm keen to hear that shit.
0: Yeah, I like a lot of the a lot of the stuff that I did before those demos. I like as well. So I'm looking forward to everyone hearing that stuff as well. And I also have a piece of art that he did for me for my project Orlock um, that I need to get out. I'm re re redoing the art. Had to redo the art for my first album for that project, and so I need to re put it out. I was gonna I was gonna do it and for Halloween, but then um. I end up getting sidetracked, so it's going to happen soon. So people will get to see that art because it's a pretty, pretty sick painting you did for that. So
1: yeah, cool. I'm keen to hear that too. Yeah. All right. The uh, honorable mentions. A. Uh, and uh, thank yeah, you for uh,
0: putting that on your honorable mentions. Appreciate it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No worries. Sorry it wasn't in the top fifteen, but you know how this shit goes.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah. What's uh, <laughs> so? What was your fifteen?
1: My number fifteen, and uh, before I mention it, um, I don't give a fuck. Like if I was a part of a particular project or not, like if I helped out on the drums or whatever, I don't care. I still listen to it. Well, not for the drums. Like I'm not one of those fucking weird dudes that listens to their own album on repeat. But like, you know, I I appreciate the work that these other artists have put in and I'll, I I am a fan of them and their music um, so I listen to it for those reasons so with that being said my number 15 is uh, a very dear friend of mine uh, both of them um, uh, this is like a two part answer so uh, it's nocturnal effigy um there was one uh, release called Bloody Dusk, and the other release was called Unveiled Dark Majesty. Um, Nocturnal Effigy is a. Once again, I don't know subgenres. They're just a raw black metal band that incorporate a lot of um, very well written dungeon synth and. Okay, cool. uh, like it's, I don't know, I'm really hit and miss with that stuff. Like if it sounds like a like a shit, like Sega, sort of um, like Mario sounding thing, I don't like it. But if it's more of like a mood setting, atmospheric sort of soundscape, then I do enjoy it. Yeah, um, me too. But I prefer it being mixed in with, with black metal, not just like a whole record of the stuff unless it's exceptional then i will listen to it but um but yeah um it was uh, uh nocturnal effigy was one of the first projects um that i completed on drums for um a good friend uh celestial sword um he's a he's a very amazing human and musician just the amount of effort and creativity and money and time he puts into his music is phenomenal um there's a reason he's at the top of the game and that sort of uh style of black metal um but yeah he's a g and um this band is myself celestial sword and a gentleman named mist um who i think takes care of all the uh, synth stuff and does vocals and uh yeah between the two of them get into a room and just magic happens you know and then they yeah. send me the songs or I do the drums and send it to them and they put some stuff together and it yeah it turns out killer and um, uh, the the release called unveiled dark Majesty um, is, available on vinyl through forbidden keep records i just got my copy in the mail i think it was like two days ago which is pretty crazy you know i never thought i would have been a part of something that was on vinyl but here we are so i'm pretty grateful for that and i think there's like cassettes but i don't know i don't really keep up with that side of it i'm just thankful to be a part of it and uh yeah it turned out pretty cool like i'm happy with the drum sound that they uh mixed for it and yeah it's it's good stuff to listen to if you're going hiking or driving in the mountains or something and yeah, yeah. i, I did
0: it i need to give it a listen yeah i like some of that that stuff where it's kind of i mean there's always been bands like that but it definitely seems to be a kind of a current thing that's popular like um with, like, mixing dungeon Synth and black metal. And, um, I, I've, this year I just found the band Vindolf, who I like quite a bit, who does that. And I think he does a good job because his dungeon synth sounds like legitimate and sounds really nice. And then his black metal sounds really good too. So it's like, you know, and, um, so I'm definitely, definitely have to check out Nocturnal Effigy. Cause, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy that kind of stuff. Like, when I'm in the, in the kind of mood where I'm like, yeah, I want some, um, some uh medieval you know type of vibes it's it's always nice to find stuff that's good for that so
1: yeah i um i also um i i do the drums now for uh celestial sword um his project celestial sword and um we there is an album coming out uh early march which i think if you like that sort of stuff um yeah, I think you're really gonna like it. It's uh you know, like I said, just the amount of effort and and creativity he puts into the music. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh it's pretty phenomenal stuff. Like I can listen to the the whole album and I just get lost. Like it's like I'm I go into another dimension. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh pretty cool stuff. And his work with um like adding in like the dungeon synth and all the interludes and stuff between songs is very, very good. Very tasteful where you don't actually realize, you know, where a song begins and ends like it all flows very well, which I think in that type of stuff to me is kind of essential. And uh, yeah, I think he he nails it perfectly. And I'm very uh, grateful that he asked me to drum on it. And, uh, I'm really excited for it to be released, uh, and people to listen to it. And, uh, yeah, I hope they like it. I think they will. Um, I'm a fan of his work in general, um, before I started drumming for it. And, uh, but I think this one is this new album coming out is yeah. Like tenfold better than his previous works.
0: Awesome. Oh yeah. Um, Let's see. So I guess I'll uh, do. So my number forty, um, and this is an album that I started listening to a little later in the year. So maybe if I had listened to it earlier, it would have gotten higher on the list. But it's uh, a band I found out because of Jackie. It's called Ekrom. That's E K R O M, and um, the album is called Uten Nadig Nadig Nadigst Form i don't know how to pronounce it it's like in norwegian (laughs) but um, yeah you
1: nailed that perfectly man
0: yeah right (laughs) yeah but uh it's a fucking um sick album like it's very classic norwegian black metal uh, in a lot of ways very has that 90s type of vibe a little bit of keyboards here and there very uh still kind of aggressive um but just like the songwriting is like really, really good on it. like, um, So yeah, if you, particularly like it has a track uh, called The Black-Hearted Ragna, which is really sick. Um, but the whole album is really killer. I did kind of sleep on it for a little bit because Jackie brought a, talked about it earlier this year and I didn't get around to really listening to it till almost at the end of the year. And then I was like, man, I should have been listening to this a long time because it's really sick. So it went on my list because over some stuff that uh, some other stuff because i felt like it was the songwriting is just really killer on it like this is kind of one of those when it comes to like norwegian black metal it's one of those types of bands that does it right you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah I know that. yeah i think a lot of bands well you know i'm not naming names or anything but the fact that they're like oh we're from norway you know we are norwegian black metal it's it's i don't know they're kind of I feel like they use that as a okay. We've we're already at the top. It's like no 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 no. You gotta you gotta prove your shit. You know, it's like a that's an accolade you gotta earn. I think um, you know. To me, that would be that would just be stressful as fuck. To be honest, like personally, but yeah. Uh, what was it? E K R O M.
0: Yeah, E K R O M. If you put that in on, you'll find it. The album starts with Uten, yeah. So,
1: yeah, highly recommend that album. All right, I'll add it to my to check out list.
0: Cool. So, what's your number fourteen?
1: All right, number fourteen. Once again, I'm one of those fuckheads that's gonna plug my friends' shit and um, things that I was a part of, like on drums. Anyway, Um, uh, Lear, L L Y R. Um, this record is called Through Blood and Fire, where Chaos Reigns. Uh, Leah is the other gentleman in uh Christbane, a I don't know what you call it black metal punk band that I drum in, and I'm the lyricist in that band too. Um, yeah, he wanted to do uh. I guess you call it a solo project. And I was like, cool, man. I'll help you out on the drums if you want real drums. And he was down and we were discussing it. And uh, yeah, he's very focused. And I think this record speaks for itself. It's um, when it comes to raw black metal, you know, like we said before, you know, there's so much of it that's just like a dark throne clone band or which is cool if they do it well but nothing that maybe it's because i'm bitter and old but nothing that resonates and makes me think shit this is cool i want to come back to this but he manages to incorporate uh a few elements that do make me make it stand out above the rest in my opinion that's why it's number 14 um Uh, it's, it's simplicity, uh, which I enjoy. It's, uh, you know, there's no shredding, there's no synth. It's just guitar, bass, drums, and vocals. And, uh, a big thing that we tried with this project, um, was, um, sort of like monotonous, repetitive sort of stuff. Like, uh, I'm trying to think like, uh, there's a band Mantiel and like, even like, Ber- like Bozum, like Philosophem and stuff, Yeah. You know, it, it's just the one riff or branches off of that one riff and it's just repetitive and you kind of get lost, but in a good way. And that's kind of what we're trying to go for with this project. And, uh, yeah what did we do we did a four song ep thing i don't know um the song's are quite lengthy and i don't know it's once again it's good put it on go for a, a walk in the forest or something and uh yeah it's pretty good
0: yeah I've that's uh i've been meaning to give that one a listen to so and so that's um i uh i hadn't gotten around to listening to it yet so i definitely going to do that um yeah, I'm sure for you, like with some of these things, even though you did the drums on them, like the other people are doing all the music for it. So for you, it's like, even though you did the drums, it's kind of like you're listening to something, you know, you can kind of disassociate yourself from that in a way and listen, appreciate the music of this other person who's worked done all this stuff, right? So,
1: yeah, yeah, because it, it influences me, you know, like, like seeing them really put all that effort and, and, Delve into their projects, where I'm just uh I'm just doing my part just to assist them to make it, to create to get what's in their mind and what their creative process is. If my drums can help that come into uh, fruition, then then I'm more than happy to oblige. And as well, Lee is a good friend. You know, he does Christ Bain with me. We talk like every day. So if he wants. Me to drum on stuff, I'll no doubt probably do it. Yeah, it's awesome. But we, yeah. Just work, we, we work really well, you know, like we understand each other which I think is a very hard thing nowadays. You know, you think it's like, oh yeah, I'll just get this guy to do drums for me or this or that. Or we'll do a band together. Like countless times people said, oh yeah, let's do a band. Like, okay, cool. You know, and nothing's Nothing's happened, or they're like, Have you got any ideas? It's like, Yeah, I got some ideas, but you know, you're doing the guitar, so do you want to do it, or do you want me to do the drums and this and that? Or I don't know, you just got to be on the same wavelength, I think, like mentally and creatively. And uh, yeah, a lot of people I don't seem to click with, and I'm honest, I just say, Nah, it's not working. See ya. Where, um, yeah, me and Leah, we do. You know, yeah. We just we just we just click. You and I are the same. You know, we're both pretty uh we're just like, yep, cool, let's do like a bestial war metal band. You know, this is what we want. It's just gonna be aggressive and we'll try to add in different nuances and uh different sort of aspects to it here and there to stand out, I guess. And You know
0: yeah it's kind we, of on the on the same page of what it's going to be so
1: <laughs> yeah we just click and i think that's the best way to do music if you click as people you'll click musically and uh creatively which is uh which is the the, the main thing i think yeah i
0: agree definitely
1: all um, right so that was my 14
0: all right so my 39 is going to be uh vargrav with the night hold and this is another one that might have been higher up on the list of it, if i got more time to listen to it but um i've definitely since it came out i've listened to it a bunch of times and uh it knocked some other stuff off my list because um i really think this album is probably his best so far like i've, I've liked all the vargrav stuff he's really done but this album is just like a, a step above in some way you know really good like kind of symphonic not really symphonic but you know keyboardy fantasy dark fantasy black metal stuff um when you're in that kind of mood like you want to read some more of the rings or some some dark fantasy or something this is like perfect stuff to put on or if you're like you know in the forest or something it's just a really killer album you know what i mean
1: all right yeah i'll add that to the checkout list
0: vargrav, a nice, vargrav yeah and the nice thing with var with vargrav is that he still has some aggression to it it's not cheesy ever it's always got a really yeah. cool dark atmosphere um he just like when it comes to that kind of stuff it's he's like top, one of the best in my opinion so i uh i highly recommend that album
1: yeah there's nothing worse where it's it, yeah i know what you mean cheesy yeah that's a, probably the best way to describe it where yeah it's almost it's fake that's you know that's the best that's how i describe it. it's just fake shit like they don't they don't. There's no meaning behind it. It's just oh, I've made this sort of fantasy, synthy sort of shit just for the fuck of it, you know?
0: Yeah, we're like what I don't like either in black metal is when you get a band doing like the kind of fantasy stuff, and they um, black metal is supposed to be have a darkness to it, right? And you get these bands sometimes where they're doing like a fantasy. Orient, and all of a sudden it kind of sounds like some Hobbit music or something you know and it's like this isn't uh, dark or evil at all this just it's just it that's when it starts bordering on the kind of kind of cheesy power metal stuff or whatever and I'm just like I'm not down with that if you're going to do the fantasy synthy thing with black metal there's a I like it when it's done a particular kind of way and it has that darkness and you know that, Vargrav does it does it very well so
1: yeah okay yeah cool I'll add it to the list to check it out but yeah, yeah, I agree American. with you. Yeah, you know they'll they'll insert the word folk in there, and then I'm a You know that's an alarm bell going on for me. They're like black metal slash folk. Then I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, okay. I do. I'll, I'll check it out. But I don't it, know. The moment I hear those weird flute things howling or something, then I, I turn that shit off. Quick. Yeah, the,
0: if you're gonna use flutes, it has to be like dark medieval times where the flutes kind of sound kind of still have like a dark feeling like you can't use like happy-go-lucky flutes on black metal you know what i mean like it's gonna yeah yeah like uh you know and um yeah it comes to like folk black metal closest i really there's not i I like like comp far but they're not really too folky like they kind of put folk riffs the folkiness is in like the actual riffs but it's not like they're not trying to mix like a bunch of you know i don't know folk metal can be folk black metal can be some of it sometimes some of those bands are good and then some of them just are cheesy as fuck so yeah it's a hit or miss thing yeah. With that.
1: yeah yeah i'm yet to find the good in that but
0: yeah the closest that i think is good is like a band like comp far or maybe like Thirfing or something like that but they're not even really folky too much so you know oh
1: yeah
0: yeah uh so what's your number thirteen
1: All right, 13. Uh, I probably should have explained this at the start. Um, I never do like a top whatever list. Um, So this is very new for me. So pretty much um, I've got like a top 10. And uh, that's what I... I don't know, top 10 is pushing it. I'd say top five is the shit that I listen to probably daily or weekly. Everything else after that is uh, shit. I do listen to when I'm in a particular mood, and uh, or it's just friends, and I'm just shouting them out because 15 was a a bit a bit above my reach. But <laughs> here, here we are. I'll practice for next year that worry. All right, my 13 is once again not trying to suck my own dick. Uh, Christ, Christ, Bane. The self titled album. Um, I don't listen to it. It's just, I think it's a cool record. Um, I don't know. I think people should listen to it because it's different. Um, I don't know. Whenever I write music, you know, Drew Goth, whatever, whatever it should be, like whatever I drum in with other bands and stuff, I want it to be. I want it to be different, I want it to be unique, I want it to stand out. I don't want it to be another, oh yeah, that sounds like blasphemy or some shit, you know, like or oh, that sounds like mayhem, or you know, obviously you'll never sound like those bands because those bands are those bands. But I don't know, be I, I enjoy taking aspects from uh bands that I like, you know, and I'll try to sandwich them into make their own band their own sound and i uh with this band i i was i guess behind it like i suggested it and created it um leah um he's the guitarist uh bass player and and vocalist in this band um he was down to do it because he's similar to me uh he likes punk a lot and uh like shitty old black metal. And I was like, imagine if Wolf Brigade and Gorgoroth's, what is it? 92, 93 pentagram album fucked. And then <laughs> had a, had a gross baby. And that's <laughs> pretty much what Christ Bane is to be. Well, that's, that's my, uh, that's what I try to do with Christ Bane. But yeah, yeah, we did a a debut album. I think it goes for twenty minutes, it's ten songs. Um, it's just short, punky, black metal. Obviously, by the name, you can tell it's lyrical themes. Um, it's almost like uh, comedic the lyrics that I write for this. Like it's just, just, just fucking dumb, stupid, meaningless but it's it is me- it does have meaning and i mean every word that i write but right but it's it, but
0: that's taken to an extreme yeah
1: oh fuck yeah yeah it's all oh, it's borderline like terrorism just <laughs> com- complete christian genocide yeah to 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 the point where if like i don't know fbi or some shit was to go through my phone that like yeah this motherfucker needs to we need a Power drill keep, we need to keep an eye on this some. guy <laughs> yeah you, you know what i mean but yeah. trust it's all it's all just i'm venting you know like my my disgust and rage towards uh organized religion and christianity uh seems to be the one that i fall on mostly but <laughs> it's fun and and with with bands that i do the number one process behind writing it is um would I if I wasn't a part of this band would I listen to it and would I like it and this ticks the box right because I think you know a punk black metal band that doesn't sound like midnight or you know like that sort of you know you know what I mean like midnight like that sort of vein yeah I enjoy it I enjoy it i'm trying to do something different you know which is what i try to do with everything i do but but yeah so that's uh that's my number 13. um it was all diy as well which was another punk and sort of element that we tried to do yeah um yeah i don't know hey we me and leah we work well you know and we just i don't know i think we wrote We wrote that record and recorded it and released it in I think it was two months tops. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is pretty wild, but um, yeah, sounds cool and it's a fun project and uh, there's some uh, new shit from that coming out uh, this year. A new uh, album and uh, I think I don't know, a split or two or an EP or some shit. I don't know. I can't keep up, but yeah, the new album. Anyway, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty good, I think.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. The first one is is really killer, so people should definitely check it out for sure. And uh, thank see's... you. You're welcome. Yeah. So then, uh, my number thirty eight is gonna be uh, sulfur aeon with uh, seven crowns and seven seals. And um, I don't know if you heard this one, but uh, it's like a German band. Um, and uh it's very like lovecraftian like in vibe their earlier stuff was more death metal but this album definitely is a lot more black metal in tone and feeling um it's very twisted and weird um takes goes goes a lot of weird directions um definitely yeah like i said it feels very lovecraftian very like kind of horrific in a lot of ways very arcane um so yeah it's a really killer album um it didn't this one is one that isn't higher on my list because i probably i i like this album a lot but i only listen to it you know i didn't listen to it as much as motor stuff like honestly like probably if i did this list in two months probably the the last two i mentioned probably be higher than this one but um but i That's the way it is but this album is is really killer though and i definitely recommend everybody checking it out because it it definitely needs to be on on the list i'm sure there's people out there where this is their number one you know what i mean but oh yeah for me it does it didn't really kill it for me in that way but i still think it's a killer album you know what i mean
1: yeah okay yeah i think i saw i think i saw something about this band because the album title rings a bell anyway i remember i think i checked it out or I, i meant to check it out but I've added it to my list, and I will check it out again.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely recommend it, particularly if you're in the mood for some, some kind of twisted occult, Lovecraftian, black metal stuff, it's it's definitely a black death metal kind of mixture. It's definitely yeah. uh, definitely uh, a killer album, so I wish to check it out.
1: I certainly will. I'll add it to the list.
0: What's your number 12?
1: Number 12 is a band from Australia um, called Haste, H-A-S-T-E, Haste. Okay. Uh, they have an album or oh, album, EP, I don't fucking know. What, what defies the difference? I don't know. Anyway, it's called Voracious Bastion. And uh, I was a very big fan of the vocalist and guitarist of this band. He had a band before this called Gurn. And I was, like, really hell-bent and keen to see them. They were playing in my city. Uh, they're from down south to where I am in Australia. But okay. they were coming up. They were playing a show. And uh, some, I don't know if it was, like, Antifa or some of those fucking pussies who get offended by words and, and things like that. Yeah. I don't know. i d I don't want to step on anybody's toes or beliefs or anything, <laughs> but whatever. When it comes to that, I don't know. They they whinge to the um event organizer or some shit. Right. Really? And uh we're like, Oh, take this band off. They've got ties to this and that allegedly. allegedly um, yeah. It's always allegedly yeah. they
0: never act yeah. They always just go off people, uh, based off of hearsay.
1: Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And uh I don't know. I don't know. So the show, um, instead of taking them off of the show, I think they just cancelled the whole show, which is. Uh, that sucks. I think, yeah, it sucks. I'm glad they did that rather than, you know, remove the one band to isolate them, and and sort of put all the blame on them. But um, yeah, Gern, they were cool as fuck, and uh, I was pretty bummed out about that. But then, uh, yeah, then he comes back with haste. And uh, yeah, it's the debut album from this band. Um,
0: what do they know, sound it's like?
1: Weird. It's like I don't know. It's like thrashy, thrashy sort of raw black metal, but there's still good production in a way. Okay. And uh, but the drums, like when you when when I think like thrashy black metal or something. Like I'm, I just picture like like D beats and stuff, but like the drums are like pretty blast orientated and 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 quite complex, which okay, which adds like a a cool addition to that sort of style. But yeah, the riffs are just fucking killer, and his vocals are sick as fuck. And yeah,
0: uh, I'm gonna have to check this out.
1: Yeah, them. I'll send you the link. It's um, uh, yeah, it's really cool shit. Uh, very uh very different I think we, we, I don't know that's why I think like if I was to call it like thrashy black metal but
0: is it kind yeah, of like maybe in the same ballpark as like destroyer 666 or something like that or
1: yeah yeah a little bit a little bit like yeah. um I think um, if I want to listen to stuff like that which I do I really like that style um pretty much anything that that record label dying victims puts out is like gold and i'm pretty sure this band like is working with them okay. you know for Euro- european distribution or whatever but um yeah i don't know when i when yeah when i think of like thrashy shit, i think of like oh uh, what's that like is it lucifuge or like destructo and shit like that which i like like it's cool but this band that's like they're trying something different and uh it's still in that realm, but it's just there's a little bit more chaos, a little bit more uh speed to it, like imagine. like drum wise, anyway. Like it's it's almost like like a imagine like a hardcore band or like a thrash band or something, and they needed a drummer and they got some like hectic death metal drummer who's like yeah, no, we can we can change this tempo and play it twice as fast. And he's just blasting like a machine, but it's right. it's it's pretty fucking good. I, I really highly recommend it. It's still like raw and shitty, but like it's not like triggered or anything fucked like that.
0: Cool. Yeah, it sounds good. I'm gonna have to check that out. Um. Cool. So then my 37 is going to be Urfaust uh, with Untergang. And um, I've been following Urfaust basically since they came out in the early 2000s. been a fan of theirs like the whole time. I always really liked how their stuff was very original and unique and kind of weird. And I think as a band, they've grown and gotten better over time. And um, I, obviously, this is their last album, supposedly. So... Um, because they I think they they released it and they basically like announced that they were broken up after. So, um, I mean, we'll see if they get back together or not. But I think it was a great, really strong way for them to close out. It's definitely up there and as one of their better albums. And maybe not my favorite of their albums, but it's definitely a great album. And um, you know, I guess I've always been a big fan of Earth House, and uh, it's a bummer to see them go. So, but yeah, this album is pretty sick.
1: But at least they've gone out you know uh but you said you know it's not your favorite of the albums but at least they did go out uh with something a
0: really strong album
1: yeah yeah really strong like it's not like they've gone out with something shit or they turned to shit and then gave up you know what i mean like they're like all right we're at the peak of what we're gonna do see ya
0: yeah i think I i prefer that i mean I think it's cool that they they went out with a really killer album and went out strong and they didn't just like start declining and releasing crap albums and stuff so yeah
1: yeah, yeah. that's you know. cool that's um that takes uh it takes uh balls to do that too to know when to stop
0: yeah i definitely think it takes the it takes that like particularly like you know earth house a very weirdo like niche band for a long time you know like not everybody's like them and they kind of built an audience over time and you know they're actually pretty popular now so not only yeah i mean they went out at their peak i mean they're probably they're probably more popular now than they've ever been and and everything and they're like yeah we're just gonna go out now and call it good you know what i mean
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it's like um i don't know who's who that dude from friends that died? He drowned in a pool. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't even have television in my house, <laughs> but yeah, like no one gave a fuck about him the last couple of years or whatever. And then he died and everyone's like, Oh fuck. I missed this dude. I'm going to watch friends again. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, you didn't, you know, prior to his death, you don't, you know, you didn't even think twice about this cunt. Like, right <laughs> so sort, sort, sort your fucking head out <laughs>
0: uh what's your number 11
1: number 11 um uh i think it's pronounced sin s y n yeah i uh, guess sin would be yeah sin or sign i don't fucking know sin let's call it sin Okay. Uh, they had an album called wilk um it's really cool, man. I reckon you'll dig the fuck out of it. Um, yeah, I don't know this one either. It's, it's uh, very. You, un- I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's very, it's very unique black metal. Like it's still very, very much in the vein of, I guess, normal black metal. But I don't know. They just seem to be just slightly off in a way, but it works. Right. You know what I mean? Like like the vocalist is just very bizarre. Like almost like I I don't like to compare people to people or whatever, but like it's very is very similar to I guess like Attila of Mayhem. Just just like he'll sing he'll do whatever normal black metal vocals and then he'll just start going on this weird tangent like vocally and it's very bizarre but it it works at the same time right and uh yeah it's 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 weird shit but i really like it a lot it's it's um it's uh not something you should listen to if you're trying to fall asleep or you're (laughs) about to fall asleep It's, it's very bizarre but it's very good and um uh, the drummer in this band uh Flack Panzer is a very very good good guy uh he runs uh Regimental Records okay i have a few little uh dealings with but yeah, um, yeah i know he, that label yeah yeah he's a freak drummer uh just very tasteful in his drumming like uh you know Him and I are both drummers. We nerd out on shit and send each other drum stuff all the time. And uh, his setup is big, like many cymbals, you know, heaps of toms, like like a really big setup. But even having that big setup, he doesn't, you know, like if there's a nice riff that just needs a simple sort of rock beat, he'll do it. You know, like he doesn't overdo himself. Right, yeah. for the for the music but yeah he's a really cool guy and um uh his uh son uh i don't know the ages or anything but like his son is probably like a teenager or something um plays bass in this band as well which okay. is cool you know keeping it in the family which is which is really cool but yeah he's got like a cool little uh home studio set up i think and uh, yeah it's it's pretty rad. It's a good record. I highly recommend you uh, check it out. I'll send you a link and shit later. But um, cool. Yeah, yeah. Sin S Y N. That's my number eleven. It's awesome. uh, it's bizarre, but it's really fucking good.
0: Cool. Yeah, I'm definitely keen to check it out. Um, so my number four thirty six is gonna be uh. An album from Ben that I actually had on the podcast, which is out episode just came out recently. But it's a uh, Koo, uh, spelled K Y Y, but in Finnish that's pronounced Koo and um, or K- yeah, Q, something like that. And uh, their album is called Apotheosis: The Light of All Lights. Um, and it's really sick, like kind of kind of Orthodox esque black metal. It's very occult. Um, they do some like Some like throat singing on parts of it and um it's got a lot of different types you know there's still some old school riffs and then it's got some orthodox riffs and some moody atmospheric parts and um the whole thing is really uh well written and uh good atmosphere and yeah like um i think it's probably is their best album yet so i highly recommend this album
1: all right, cool. I'll check that on the list. K, what
0: was it? K Y Y. K Y Y. Yep.
1: All right, killer. I'll check that out for sure.
0: Yeah, and they're they're and earlier, where, they, Finland, uh, did you say? yeah, they're Finnish. Although the main guy in the band is originally from Turkey, but he lives in Finland. So yeah, cool. Um, yeah, really killer. And their earlier stuff's really good. Their first album's really good. It's a bit more raw, um, uh, but very good as well. So um cool so what's your number uh so i guess we to your number
1: 10. number 10 yeah uh my number 10 is uh mantiel i think it's pronounced um vestiges engraved in frozen mysticism history i
0: don't know this band at all
1: (laughs) oh man um this album's good um hence them being my number 10 but they had an album prior to this called Obscurity, I think it's pronounced. Um, but yeah, do, this is. Uh,
0: how do you spell the name? How do you?
1: Uh, M a n t i e l.
0: Okay, cool. I'm gonna write that down. Um,
1: I think they're U.S. I think, but um, yeah, it's um, it's the type of raw black metal uh, that I enjoy. It's a uh, real real lo fi, but to the point where it's not like unbearable. Like you can still make out what symbol is happening and yeah you know, the 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 riffs and stuff and the vocals. But um he almost has a sort of Inquisition style vocals. Like a little bit, but it's still like his own. And uh, yeah the it's very um monotonous and repetitive. But I like that shit, man. Like it's yeah. He does, he does it right. Yeah, he does it very, very right. It's it's very good shit. I reckon you'll dig it. It's um. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's really good stuff. A lot of like reverb um, on everything, but it's it's cool. I really dig it.
0: Sounds yeah. It sounds like something I'll probably like. So that sounds
1: cool. Yeah, the earlier stuff um, is exceptional. You know, there's no shit record. By him i don't think right Uh, it's all yeah
0: it's all high quality
1: oh yeah i think the earliest stuff is even like more like lo-fi but it's still it's very 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 good but then the late like now like this album and um uh the previous one it's a little bit better quality recording but it's still very shit which is what we want
0: yeah i like that midpoint where it's like it's raw but it's not so bad that i can't even hear what you're playing at all it just sounds like a wall it sounds like hissing noise or something you know like
1: (laughs) yeah that was a very big uh a very big point that we tried to make with um leah with uh that record we put out was to be really lo-fi and shit but at the same time, you can tell when the riff has changed and you can tell when I'm changing from hi-hats to a ride cymbal or something like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's there's a very fine line, I think. Like, if you cross the line, it, it'll be absolute dog shit. But if yeah. you stay just below it, you'll be good.
0: Yeah. We're well, talking about an album that does... Uh raw black metal the right way as well uh my number 35 is uh, spells of torment (laughs) with (laughs) unholy so
1: was that 23 or 22
0: uh it's 23 so yeah i don't know i can't keep up but that's fucking
1: sick yeah it
0: came out came out last year i remember uh i think it was the beginning of 23 but um yeah so for me uh the Spells the Spell of the Torment album um, is, or I guess it's like, again, it's like, is it an EP or an album? I think it's an, it's for me, it's like an album because, I mean, it's already, it's 28 minutes, it's an album, you know? So, the, uh, like, I think you and Matt really killed it on this with, like, the really old school raw, you know, your drum sounds are really good on it, even though you recorded very low fi. Like, you know, like, this whole thing works really well. The songwriting is killer. It does that like it does the raw black metal and aggressive and hateful and uh has that balancing point like you know what i mean it's still it just sounds really like aggressive and evil you know so
1: no thank you i appreciate that yeah
0: like um i think uh definitely will be looking forward i know you guys just released uh another track recently so looking forward to, to hearing more more spells of torment stuff so
1: yeah no thanks man yeah it's pretty wild um he asked me to drum on that um i think he started that band in like 95 or something
0: yeah it was really um, 90s i remember cause the first time i had him on the podcast he talked about it but yeah
1: yeah i was you know i tell him all the time i was I, I think i was like two years old when he was starting this project so that's pretty wild <laughs> yeah but yeah it's- no, it's pretty cool it's um you know like like i mentioned earlier a hundred times but you know we're just trying to do something different you know like you said it's raw black metal but it's like instead of trying to be a dark throne clone band or whatever we've gone beyond that you know and yeah it's you know, more taking, it's more like, 80s first like, wave. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's more yeah, first i love wave. that shit, man he just lets me do whatever i want to like drum wise he's like yeah do whatever you want like yep sick fuck yeah just put on Bathory or like show no mercy or some shit and get inspired and away I go but yeah I'm once again like if I didn't drum in that band i would be a huge fucking fan of it and that's uh vital I think
0: yeah I definitely think so
1: Yeah. yeah I didn't even know he could like sing like that or whatever and he just sends me these riffs and it just blows my fucking mind. I'm like, it psyches it me up to then, you know, write the drums and continue doing more with it. But yeah, we do have um, something in the works to be out, I don't know, sometime this year. Um, yeah, you'll probably be one of the first to know about it anyway. But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. it should be fun. Nice and uh, thrashy and yeah nice and thrashy and evil um
0: thrashy thresh. evil primitive aggressive yeah <laughs> all the best But yeah so it's so on my list so what's your number nine
1: number nine is um uh it's like a part one part two thing again um uh apocalyptic annihilation uh, they did a, I don't know, EP or some shit uh, called Necro Thrash. And then they also did, in the same year, um, they were like the the other half of a split that Christbane did. Um, and uh, I think they're from South Australia. Um, all of them are from South Australia. Okay. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking sick. It's like Rift City you know like uh just killer riffs or like thrashy in a way but still old school black metal um and on necro thrash the lyrics i don't know what the lyrics are they don't release them but like what i can tell um there's a couple of or one song anyway but it's like in the lyrics you know it's like a a praise to bathory like I can hear them mention like Bathory song names and stuff. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> the way they the way the way they've done it is they formed it into like sentences. And I don't know, it's weird. It's cool. Check it out and you might pick up what I'm saying. But um Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. sick. Yeah, they're really cool. And um on the um on the split that we that Chrysbain did with them, um that that was the first release that they did with um, their new and current vocalist uh, a dude named Ozzy. he's a really good tattooist from down in South Australia and yeah his vocals are sick um, you awesome. know, not not reinventing the wheel but it's just just aggression and like a bit of swag to it and yeah I don't know it's really really cool and uh I yeah I I, I really like that band a lot um, you know, when it comes to doing splits and shit with projects that I'm a part of, I I I don't like to do splits. Um unless it's with someone who I really like. You know, like I don't wanna just do a split with some random band just for the sake of it. Yeah. But this band was like, this band is sick as fuck. I really wanna I don't know, connect with them some way and the split turned out cool, I think. And, yeah, it uh, sound, yeah,
0: they sound like a good uh companion to christbane
1: yeah they're fucking sick i really highly recommend them and um i think they were working on a full length but um yeah i don't know but yeah they're worth checking out oh yeah really good shit i'll give them a listen
0: um let's see so my number 34 is a, another one of my friends and it says uh ghul uh with land of shadow and um i've had i've had the guy from this band yodi on this on the podcast and he'll be back on for his next album which is really good um but yeah this is really killer he's kind of doing his own version of like the tolkien black metal thing as well um focusing on like the evil side of of things and it's really grim has a lot of repetition and kind of, um, his own kind of version of a little bit of that hate forest, like very minimalistic type of cold and grim type of vibe, um, set and kind of like very inspired by Tolkien. I know his next album is going to be all inspired by the, um, Silmarillion and like the first stage and like more goth and stuff where this, cool this first album, land of shadows, more about, you know, um, Sauron and everything. But, um, yeah he does it's i think i've heard some of his other bands and projects and i think this is one of the best things he's done so far and and the new albums even better the tracks i've heard from it so i'm definitely looking forward to the future of this band and definitely recommend people check this out if you're it's like yeah it's it's like um very has this very really cold feeling to it and uh, very grim uh minimalistic at times some dissonance definitely influenced by hate for and stuff like that so if people that sounds like up to people's alley just check it out
1: is it spelled uh g u with the little thing above it l
0: it's g h u with the umots and l uh
1: yeah g all right i'll add that to the list i i actually i believe i did check it out when when i listened to him on your podcast and i was like this is pretty cool but some reason i just sort of uh yeah didn't go back to it or something but um yeah i'll have to recheck it out
0: yeah i I really am into what he's doing and um um i you know like it's, it's cool if like with like Tolkien how like there's a lot of different ways you could do like you know you have like what you're doing with Drugoth and and everything and that's one way and it's like very brutal like orcs ravaging the world and then he's doing his own version of the dark side of of Tolkien and it's like got his own different it's, he's got his own thing going on so I think it's cool if Tolkien inspired stuff that there's like everybody can kind of do their own own variations on. And taking off arm on a similar type of theme, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's really cool. Yeah, oh, uh, on that note, I need to um uh rectify myself. Um, from our last podcast, we were talking about Shooter and uh Lord of the Rings so much that I, I think I explained it to you and I felt like it such a fuckwit. Um, I called um A beheaded dwarf nag instead of his real name name. I just want to clarify. Uh, yeah,
0: I know that was bothering like... you lot.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, man, keeping me up at night. Now that now that I've got that off my chest, we're sweet. We're good. All right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not nag. It's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all good now. <laughs> some some dude probably in his basement, like you know going fuck you dickhead you know yeah, but
0: whatever okay. what's your uh are we at number eight
1: number eight is a very dear friend of mine um sick s-i-k yep uh with their record cast below to rise above um i'm sure you're aware of this album and <laughs> a fan of this album obviously yeah yeah, yeah it's a fucking cool record man matt, manny p is a
0: matt and i did a whole podcast episode talking about it from track by track so
1: oh yeah the breakdown that was really cool yeah, yeah. i learned a lot from that like information i was and an, i was aware of like the concept and a few little bits and pieces that he told me about it um and how he recorded it and stuff but like really delving into it was cool like yeah. just little things like the concept in general and then how each song you know as you get further into the album his ly- his uh vocals change a little bit with each song yeah almost like the character that he's singing about or in the in the story is is growing more bold and more uh I don't know, more empowered, and then obviously the last song, um, where it is Belial, you know, a completely different vocalist. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Just I really, uh, I really admire and appreciate the amount of effort that that he put into that concept, and then as well the music. Like the music fits it perfectly. Yeah, and that's then really the good. Dr- yeah and like those weird like i don't know like cinematics and stuff that were added in and i don't know it's just it's like a it's like i'm watching a hectic netflix series or something like you know yeah. what i mean like it's crazy and then yeah. as well i'm a really big fan of um uh robin stone who was the the drummer um on that record he's just um he's one of those guys where You know, you turn on a record or whatever, and you know, you listen to the drums, and you're like, yeah, that's him. Like, he's very uh, unique, and you can pick him out of a crowd. You know, like he's doing, you know, traditional stuff like blasting and whatever. But um, I don't know. It's just the way he tunes, just these cymbal choices. And I don't know. He's a very unique drummer and a very good drummer. Um, But yeah, that, that album yeah that was a journey that's what that was that was like
0: yeah it should
1: should be made a movie
0: yeah and that album is gonna be uh very it's it's real it's much higher on my list so i'm just gonna say that people it's it's up there so um
1: another another thing another thing i really like about it as well um which he explained in your podcast when you did the breakdown of track by track Um. He didn't sample anything you know what i mean like how he was saying he was in a giant silo at his work and he's got his friend to hold his phone like with the microphone thing on and he's in there tapping the side of like a giant silo to get the the sound just shit like that like i really yeah i think that's cool you know anybody can just i don't know on their program on their laptop or whatever just be like oh i want to sample a a big gong sound is like no nah, fuck that. I'm gonna make my own shit like yeah. that. I, I I prefer that. It's individualism. It's cool. Yeah,
0: it makes it more unique. And um, yeah, yeah. That album is definitely one that um, I spent a lot. I listened to it a lot this year. Like you know, I just think the the whole album's a journey, like you said, and the songwriting that he his songwriting is like super good on it. Like it's really catchy sometimes, and just sticks with you. Like. And it's not super long, so you kind of. I know there's a bunch of times where I listen to it like in a row, you know, I just over and over again because I just really enjoyed the feeling of it, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, as well. He's very, um, I think anyway, he's a very unique guitarist. Like he's got his own very unique way of uh, writing guitar riffs. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because he was a drummer, like in the past where it's, it's not like he's just wanking and he's doing all this hectic shit. Like he would just sit on a note for a while and like ride it. And I don't know. There's like, That's a, why I like, yeah,
0: there's like a percussiveness to the way he plays guitar. I, I think. Yeah. That works yeah. Out. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, it's really cool. That's why I, I really enjoy um, when he sends me wrists for like spells and stuff. Like, I don't know what I'm expecting, but like, I don't know. There's there's a melody. There's like simplicity to it. It's yeah. He's very very good at guitar. I enjoy the riffs that he creates a lot.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, okay. So my number thirty three is um one I found more recently, but it's this album is so good. It's Perdition Winds with Burning Spiritual Crips they're a Finnish band and this album is fucking amazing. Like I wasn't nearly what I was expecting and I put it on, and I was just like blown away from beginning to end. Like, um, it's very much in the kind of Orthodox type of vein, very occult. Um, but it just does it right. Like, you know, just like the riffs are like really strong. The atmosphere is really strong, really good song, really good production. Um, When it comes to this kind of more occult, ritualistic, orthodox black metal stuff, this is like really killer album, and um, also very like unrelated. I haven't seen a lot of people talk about it, and I think that more people should be listening to it. So, I definitely had to get on my list. So,
1: yeah, I honestly think the name sounds familiar. Like whether I have checked it out or it's been like on the list of things to check out.
0: They're, they're, they've but, uh, been around, they have some other albums out and been around, but I, yeah, I didn't find out about them until very recently. So yeah, with this new album.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll add it to my list as well and um, possibly revisit or discover it.
0: Yeah. I definitely recommend it. If anybody likes to kind of, yeah, more occult, orthodox, like, but also has a very crypt type of feeling like like you know the the album title it gives you that kind of feeling like you're wandering through some type of dark dank crypt somewhere you know what i mean so it's really cool
1: yeah like skyrim you know just going through a cave or some shit
0: yeah if you're like if you're like going into like one of the old like um crypts where the 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 are in oh man you know that's that's the kind of vibe of this album
1: (laughs) and and you're tiptoeing and all of a sudden. I don't know. You set off a trap or some shit and you just hear that noise and they are awake and these blue eyed fucks are coming at you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man. That's what nightmares are made of. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when you're a low level or some shit and you know, you're just getting into it.
0: Yeah. You get your ass whipped by some druggers.
1: (laughs) God. God (laughs) Goddamn.
0: Yeah. I love Skyrim. Um, What's your number seven?
1: Number seven is um, a very good friend of mine. Um Orbismal. Uh, Abysmal? Yeah, Orbismal. Uh double or highly abismal. recommend. Okay. Yeah, Orbismal. Yeah, he's one of those one of those people that plays on words and such. Uh, uh, this album is called Abyssum. A B Y S S O M. And uh, I don't know. The best way to describe this music is uh, imagine having like a migraine and then, you know, you don't have any water. All you have is like four liters of Red Bull. (laughs) And and it's like microwaved as well. Like it's not even cold. It's just. That's what this music is. It is. It is the most fucked shit I've ever heard, but it's good. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so fucked that it's good, right? Yeah. It's Like like this kind of shit. If you were, f- it, it makes it's similar to like uh, I don't know. I'd say Portal or Impetuous like, Ritual, right? Yeah, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But this this makes Portal and Impetuous Ritual seem like pretty tame you know what i mean (laughs) oh
0: well (laughs) yeah like that's that's saying a lot
1: (laughs) oh yeah man like this shit is fucked like the vocals are the most insane thing i've ever heard and then i don't know like there is but there isn't like structure to the song like it's just like you're in a maelstrom of just Mental illness. It's fucked, <laughs> but it's it's so fucked that it's good. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. And I th- and I think he uses like eight string guitar and and whatnot. Um. So it's like real thick and like like sounds like swamp. But I right. um, I think primarily he's a bass player, and um, yeah, the the bass lines on the shit is is very uh interesting. Like, it's almost like the bass is, you know, playing something completely unhinged over here while the guitar's doing this over here. And yeah, I don't, and then, and then it's very even more bizarre. Like, there's like a track in there. I can't pronounce half the song names, but like, it's almost like it sounds like a weird psychedelic jazz song. Like it's very just out of left field, but it, it works as well. But yeah, he's he's a weird dude, a very very weird dude. But um, (laughs) yeah, this music is it's chaos. And if you knew, if you know him, and you know like the music that he likes, it makes total sense as well. Right. But yeah, it's uh, I really highly recommend checking Orbiswell out as well. We him and I we we've done a project before, um, called Helnium and uh it was just basically i had some music that i recorded like i don't know maybe 10 years ago using an eight string guitar and it was very it was like basically like i just imagine what Miss Sugar and bong ripper would be like together and tried to do that musically and nothing really happened with it and i sent him the songs and he's like yeah this is sick and he did vocals over top of it and uh yeah, we did like two, two, two releases or something, and yeah, it's in the same vein as I guess like Portal and Grave uh, Upheaval and stuff like that, but a little bit slower and doomier, nowhere right. near as fast. But yeah, um, yeah, all be small, but yeah, you got to check that shit out. Don't. Don't check that shit out if you got to do like, I don't know, studying or anything. Like, like I don't know, if you're about to go on like a hectic rave or <laughs> you kind of, I don't know, contemplating blowing your brains out or something, like, me- then then by all means put this on. Or if you're having like, I don't know, the in laws over for dinner and you really want to freak them out, just put that on in the background. Right. Because it's, yeah.
0: Yeah, it'll scare them away.
1: Yeah, it's next-level weird shit, but it's fucking heavy. and Yeah, my That's probably the best word to describe it.
0: (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Um, Let's see. So my 32 is going to be another Finnish band, and this is Sacrilegious Impalement with their album Infinite Victor. And um, Sacrilegious Impalement has been around... For a, little, for a while since early two thousands, I think. Um all their albums are sick. Um they're actually one of my favorite Finnish rock metal bands. And uh this album is no exception. It's fucking probably probably quite possibly their best album, but um although I really like their earlier albums as well. They're a little bit more raw than this one, but this one it definitely you know, it's definitely very Finnish, you know, it's maybe in the same vein as Sargeist and Horna, and stuff like that, but they definitely do their own thing with that type of sound um they like you know they have melodic riffs but then they have old school riffs as well it's not you know it's not all melodic like how Sargeist is um but uh it's very dark um very unrelenting and uh very atmospheric and uh yeah it's just a really really killer album which i highly recommend checking out so yeah, sacrilegious impalement. They're like they're they're actually they're definitely one of my favorite Finnish black metal bands. So
1: yeah, cool. I'll check them out because I'm I like Horner and Sargeist and whatnot. And I don't know if they're from Finland as well, but uh, uh, what is it? Baptism. I don't know. I think there's like a weird connection. I think your mic is out
0: yeah baptism or Finnish, and um they're uh the vocalist of horna i think plays bass in baptism so oh
1: so, yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah. i knew there was a weird connection or something but yeah yeah i really like baptism and horna a lot baptism especially they're, they're cool as fuck yeah, yeah i'll have to check this out yeah
0: yeah if you like those kind of bands you like sacrilegious impalement you know 100 yeah,
1: so all right awesome thank you yeah i'll check that out for sure because I, I love that shit that, um, their last album that came out years ago it was called The Devil's Fire or something. That was really fucking good record.
0: Yeah, all the bla- all the bla- uh, baptism stuff is sick.
1: Yeah, I love it. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're really good. Them and like Warlug and yeah, Horna, uh, Stargeist, etc. Like, I'm definitely into that, into Finnish black metal sound.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so let's see number seven.
1: Uh, no, number six.
0: Are we at number six?
1: Number six, yeah. Uh, number six, I yeah, have six. uh, Cloak Black Flame Eternal.
0: oh yeah, yeah. I fit. This is one of the ones I figured would be on uh, on your list. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. No, I'm, a, I'm a very big fan that, of this band
0: because I remember because this just because we were having a conversation about it earlier this year, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, it's this album, I've been a big fan of this band. They released like a two-song demo. I think it had like um The Hunger and I don't know, I can't remember the other song. But yeah, this was years and years ago. And then they released um their debut album and then the second album and now this one. Each album's been really fucking good. But this one I think it's like I don't know, it's it's darker, it's more evil. And I I like the way, I don't know, it's almost like they're very like rock and roll influenced. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like a, I can't describe it. It's very unique, I think.
0: I think this is definitely their best album so far. I mean, uh, I think think they kind of leveled up on the songwriting and uh, the production is like really good for this type of, for the type of black, type of metal that they're doing. The production is perfect like really powerful drums just everything sounds powerful but i think the biggest thing with this album is that the songwriting is just really leveled up you know they've they've trimmed a lot of the fat from the you know the last two albums are really good too really great atmosphere and stuff but they kind of trimmed the fat on this one and really went for like song, strong catchy songwriting you know what i mean
1: yeah i agree the last two albums have, uh, like you said very very good but this one i feel like they've they've just honed in on a particular sound as well. Like there's a lot more aggression on this album, I think. Yeah. um, Compared to the other ones, like on the other ones, there was, uh, you know, like some songs or riffs that were like really aggressive and I guess more uh, in the black metal realm. And then there was some that were like weird, like rocky sort of stuff, which I like a lot. Um, But yeah, this one, this new album i think it's more on the aggressive black metal side and as well um lyrically i'm a very big fan of um scott's lyrics i know he's a big yeah. fan of like uh danzig and um and afi and um like early or oh, i like all afi but you can really tell like even in his lyrics like early afi like uh not early AFI, but like uh Black Sails and Art of Drown and Sing the Sorrow sort of era. Yeah. Like the real dark nihilistic sort of lyrics.
0: And it, David like, also put a, he also had some like uh kind of little hints of occultism and stuff in Yeah. in those lyrics as well. Or the lyrics for Son of Sam, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. But yeah, I I don't know, Lyrics I, I can tell that he's at least influenced or whether he knows it or not, um, that Scott is sure you know, there's a little bit of Davey havoc in there. Your yeah, mic has shit itself again, mate.
0: I'm sure that he's aware. I mean, he's a big fan of them. So, I mean, I yeah. see posts about yeah, the, drum,
1: the drums on this record too. Um, Uh, The drummer, Sean, I'm I'm a big fan of. He's very, very unique. It's almost like a, I don't even know, like rocky, hardcore drum influence. But then, I don't know, it's very unique and and I really like it. It's very creative. Yeah.
0: The drums are really good on the album and they sound great. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I love the drum uh, drum, um, production on this album. It's just... It's perfect, like yeah, this kind of first, stuff.
1: The first song, it's just those tom hits at the start, just the duh, 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 and there's so much fucking reverb. It sounds like it's in like I don't know the halls of Casa Doom or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I know that it's uh,
1: fucking sick.
0: I talked about it with with um, with them one hand, with Scott when I'm on the podcast, and yeah, they I think um, they also had I think was mixed or whatever they worked with the guy who did all of the the newer Motorhead albums, which I always like, the sound of all the new Motorhead albums, and you can kind of hear it on there. Like they sound similar, sound very powerful drums and very, you know, everything's very powerful sounding. So,
1: yeah. Also, I I really like the bass is such a prominent instrument in Cloak's sound. Yeah, and I... uh, in the early albums, um, you know, like it was noticeable, but on this one, I feel like it's it's a lot dirtier whether that's because of the motorhead dude being behind it uh the was it a producer or some shit yeah as a producer he produced that uh, yeah there's stuff. a very dirty gritty uh bass tone on this new album and i love it yeah me too
0: yeah it just it's a great album it's definitely one of my most listened to albums and uh it's higher up on my list so <laughs> um Cool. Well let's see, uh, my number thirty one is gonna be uh anarchon and with the album is Obiasat Duobat Pototum however <laughs> potum whatever. It's like it's like unpronounceable. But uh an archon, you know, are, um from Brazil and uh their early stuff wasn't very good, but then they broke up for a while and they got back together. And this is their second album since they got back. And it seems like they like completely changed in some way, but it works really good. Like they're, they've really gone down. this like Lovecraftian horrific dissonant death metal, um, direction. And, um, this album is just uh, really sick, really grimy fucking death metal that, um, really does it for me this is like one of the types of death metal i'm a big fan of you know what i mean yeah I don't yeah know if,
1: if it's grimy and shitty yeah i'll probably dig it
0: yeah if you like really twisted grimy death metal you'll you'll like the sound arcan album it's it's really oh, yeah. good yeah all right R- uh, really good
1: I'll, i'm not gonna try to pronounce what the album name is but um
0: yeah just I'll look at I'll,
1: I'll,
0: I'll... just look up uh an archon it's N A R N A. A sorry, A N A R K H O N. So, Anarchon.
1: All right, cool. All right, I'll check that on the list.
0: Yeah, judging by some of the stuff you're describing that you have on your list, I think you'll dig this album. It's really good.
1: Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, they're very thick,
0: heavy, grimy, twisted Lovecraftian black death metal. So, very good.
1: All right, sounds right up my alley
0: cool so what's your number five
1: my number five is uh uh zebulba uh they released what was it maybe a month ago now like uh i don't know ep I, I don't know um i think it's pronounced as slam a-z-t-l-a-n whatever that is anywho Zabulba. I'm a huge fan of. Uh, they're from what is it, California. Um, but they're of Mexican heritage. And they started out as like a, well, whatever they are, uh, a hardcore band. Um, but I don't know. It's the way I describe it to people is if you don't know them, imagine Crowbar and like Morbid Angel you know did a band together you know what i mean like but mexican so yeah they, a lot of the um a lot of their songs are in you know spanish and shit and it's just i don't know they're, they're weird they're a weird band they're heavy as fuck. like their guitar tone is like huge and uh yeah this this ep is kind of like a I think they released something maybe last year or the year before, like an album. But this is just like a, you know, short little thing between albums. But it's fucking heavy, and uh, yeah, their guitarist. I think they've had like a bit of a lineup change around. Um, you know, touring and shit probably sucks. So whatever. But there's a their original guitarist uh, is still in the band. Like, he records and writes all the stuff. I just don't think he tours anymore. Okay. But uh, his name's uh, Big Brian O. And uh, he's got two other side projects. Um, one is called... Oh, uh, fuck. Watch me butcher this. Zom Pantley. T-Z-O-M-P-A-N-T-L-I. And it's like uh aztec death metal okay it's, it's it's fucking cool i can't pronounce any of the song names
0: yeah um, it's all like aztec
1: <laughs> yeah but it's sick man it's heavy as fuck and just real knuckle drag sort of death metal but he cool. like incorporates like uh uh other death whistles and right. stuff like that in the music and real like tribal um like drums sort of element to it but he also does another band it's more of like a i don't know it's death metal but hardcore as well um it's called mortuary punishment and they're also heavy as fuck he does vocals in both those bands but Zabolba has a, a vocalist um who's who's very good very recognizable but yeah i highly recommend this band a lot um yeah, their albums are heavy as fuck. I think your mic shit itself.
0: I said I, I know the name, but I never actually uh, listened to them, so...
1: Oh, yeah, man. I highly recommend it. I... Uh, fuck. Where to start? Their old stuff's really, really good. Uh, but if you just from your back like you like death metal obviously so i would say even go backwards on the discog um just because it's it's more death metal it's almost like slow death metal if that makes sense like the tempos aren't very fast but it's very very good shit
0: definitely check that out um okay so my number 30 is going to be funeral winds with stigmata molly and uh funeral you cut out i don't know why it's cutting out all of a sudden um funeral winter from the netherlands has been around forever like since the 90s but um he's been kind of killing it recently with an album a year um but um the last his album last year was like really really like one of his best albums if not his best album so it's kind of a tough one to, to follow up in a lot of ways um i feel like this album is not as good as um 20 at least last year but it's still a really killer very harsh um raw evil black metal album like funeral if you know if you ever listen to funeral winds you know you, it's basically you know what to expect as all his albums are kind of on a similar page but um i would say this one is up there but if it wasn't quite as good as last year because last year's album was in my top 10 but this one it's still really killer it's good like uh if you're going one of those bands it's always going to probably be on my list unless they release a total shit album you know what i mean but i don't i don't see him doing that so he always puts uh-huh, out quality yeah. stuff you know yeah so i i really like peter wins a lot they're you know in a lot of ways his stuff some of my favorite black metal it's got this just got that really harsh quality to it like the kind of um grimy garbage can guitars that but it's still pretty like powerful sounding recording yeah just like i don't know i like that chainsaw guitar type of type of sound a lot that that he does and it's fucking killer shit so I recommend uh, Funeral Winds.
1: Yeah. Rings a bell. Whether it's, once again, whether it's something I've checked out or it's on the list to check out. but
0: Yeah, well, they've also been around for so long. I mean, I'm sure you've seen their name. You know what I mean? Mm, I'm sure. mm, mm. I mean, they're, they're, they've been around since the 90s, so it's pretty probably you've seen their name somewhere. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. No, I, was, I think it was just like the other day, yeah, where... It,
0: yeah. yeah, they they have a new album coming out. I think I even shared it on my my feet, on my uh, stories. So
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe that's where I saw it. Yeah, and yeah. it sort of yeah rang a bell. Yeah,
0: I definitely recommend right. checking them out. I think you'll dig them.
1: All right, for sure. No, I will.
0: Uh, so what's your number? What number is it?
1: We're up to number four. We're at the uh... now we're getting to the goodies. Yeah.
0: So what's your number you know four? What?
1: Number four uh, is Marduk Memento Mori.
0: Oh yeah, it's a great a album. Really
1: good fucking album. Uh, the songwriting on this album is phenomenal. Just like I don't know, just Morgan's. It's uh, the way he writes guitars and the songs. It's just I don't know. The the title track Memento Mori, for example, like it's all just built off of that one riff, and then. It'll change a little bit the next time, and a little bit, and a little bit, and I don't know. I think it's fucking sick, and the bass is so prominent in the mix, which I love. And uh,
0: yeah, the production on this album is really good.
1: Yeah, there was um something that really like freaked me out. Um, so I bought I bought it on Bandcamp first, and whatever, listened to it, and the second song. Um, the moment the vocals come in, I thought there was like a weird skip, like a like a, I don't know, like a fuck up in the download or something, and it shit me off like real bad. So I bought it on iTunes, and it was exactly the same. And I was like, oh fuck, all right, whatever, as long as they're getting some some profit from my retardedness. But <laughs> and then of course I, I bought the the physical copy as well um, to have to my collection. But uh yeah, that record's fucking sick. And yeah. uh the new drummer, um Simon Schilling or Bloodhammer, as he's known by. Yeah, he's just a fucking machine, just really solid. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I got a physical copy of that one too. And uh yeah, that album is oh, well, I mean, it's gonna be pretty high on my list, I'm gonna say that much. Yeah. So, uh,
1: I like the the use of um like the horns and shit on um on uh, uh what is it is it blood of the funeral and I know uh was it red tree of blood or something towards the end just those yeah. like random horn sections but it's not like I don't know I feel wrong using the word horns but it's it just sounds thunderous like yeah, yeah really appropriately used as well yeah like not overdone yeah
0: yeah it uses the it's one great thing about marduk and funeral Mist is the way that they use these types of samples or sounds or stuff like that in a way that's very like appropriate and just adds to the atmosphere and the the power of the recording you know what i mean
1: yeah and as well um i like uh the the vocals on this album like i think they're a little bit uh, more controlled on this album you know you know what i mean like there's like compared to previous albums like i'm thinking like uh uh Front and and stuff like that like that era where he tried to do a little bit i don't even know like these weird sort of uh i don't know like just different vocals but i think he's just kept it simplistic this time around and uh yeah i like it
0: yeah stuck to stuck to kind of a bit more tradition you know more of a just sound like not yeah i think it's it's a great album and um yeah every everything about it's just like i was it was one of my ones i was looking forward to the most this year and it's it's up, it's like, yeah, definitely one of the greatest albums this year for sure.
1: Yeah, it didn't disappoint. And the production is, is very, very good, I think.
0: Yeah, production is killer.
1: For modern like black metal, of someone of their status as well. You know, where yeah. they could have gone the route of over you know, overproducing everything. I think they kept it, you know, nice.
0: Yeah, they they kept it's raw, powerful, but clean at the same time. You know, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so my 29 is going to be uh, another one of my friends, which is Trivax with Eloa uh, Burns Out. Um, so, yeah, for, obviously uh, Cheyenne, a um, friend of mine, and he's on one of the horsemen of the podcast, Apocalypse and everything, and um, yeah, he released a... Uh, in a lot of ways, this could be almost considered like their real first album. I know he released an album before that, but I know even in his mind that that wasn't hundred percent what, like this is like a new era for the band, new life. And, um, this album is fucking really killer throughout. Every song is good. Um, he has a lot of nice, like atmospheric parts on it as well. Um, guest vocals from like Afghans Prophet on uh, a serpent's gaze and, uh, just a fucking the whole thing it really stretches out and he has some like slower parts on it and um result but there's also really aggressive songs like the opening track is really aggressive so i uh, i just think that that shine did a really good job on this album and fucking killed it so that's why it's on my list
1: <laughs> yeah i agree uh what i i listened to it in a handful of times throughout and um yeah, it's pretty good i get a real uh know in some riffs in particular and even like vocally um like like behemoth and uh i don't know where they're from but the band's called hate you know i get like yeah oh i think they're polish as well like i yeah i think so yeah um i get i got a little bit of that vibe out of some of the songs as well
0: yeah i agree i definitely think that cheyenne's vocals remind me a lot of nergol like yeah is a good thing like like murgal's vocals are, are killer i think so i'm a big fan yeah, of, I like it, of his yeah. vocals yeah yeah i think that him doing that with the kind of i guess a little bit more melodic black metal that drivex does it works really well doing those type of vocals for it so i feel like
1: you know it's a good album
0: um so what's your number three
1: Number 3 is uh hell Hel Helviger.
0: Helviger, yep.
1: Uh yeah, I don't know man. This is just it's uh it's a fantastic album. The moment you press play, song 1 is just there's no no intro, there's no build up, it's just fucking bang straight yeah. from the get go. Yeah. Iron Beast just an epic song. Yeah, the whole album's fucking ridiculous. Gods of Black um,
0: Blood and... Chaos yeah, Fiend. Yeah, there's some good songs on it. Yeah yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I love it. And I like how they go between like English and uh Norwegian, you know, in their vocals. And I also like the dual vocalists. You know, like it's mostly nag like bass player, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of cool where every now and then the guitarist does vocals as well. I like that shit. Dual vocalists. Um i think it's cool yeah i
0: agree yeah and and again like Sutera, a band that could have gone like super high def production but instead they kept it raw you know yeah. it's very powerful there's definitely a clear production but it's still very raw it, it doesn't sound like overproduced at all
1: no and the, the drummer on this album john rice uh is a fantastic drummer very very good he fills in for like uh, behemoth, like on live shows every now and then. Um, if Inferno's like off, and right. uh, he he played and recorded drums for uh, uh, Job for a Cowboys, like last couple of albums. And he's just a very, very good drummer. I think he fills in for like 1349 as well here and there.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that that might be how they got connected with uh with Suter, if i remember correctly oh uh, yes, yeah. yes yes
1: yes because i think the vocals of thirteen forty nine is guests appearing on one of the songs or something whether it's gods of black blood i don't know but
0: yeah i can't remember yeah yeah he's on one of the songs but yeah i think yeah. um i think that might be where they, they connect i'm not 100 percent sure about that but yeah i think it is yeah because um
1: the, the only thing i would say about this album negatively is i wish and this is just me being a fuckwit, but i wish the bass was like a little bit louder in the mix or like thicker just uh i don't know it's like this type of black metal like i feel like really uh really can be um you know made better with like a thick shitty bass underneath everything
0: yeah and uh, a lot of their older stuff had more of the thicker bass like you know on like um an album like uh Desert Northern Hell or something, but um yeah. This album that, that would be the one.
1: You need to get a new mic, mate.
0: It's not the microphone, it's the cord, I think. Uh, there we go. Yeah. The cord kind of like starts pulling and coming out. Oh yeah, it doesn't fit in right. Uh, that's what you get when you buy a shitty eight dollar Amazon cord. <laughs> but I haven't had a chance to get a new cord yet. Um, but I think that just, I mean the album is just great. I've been I've listened to it so many times since it came out.
1: Yeah, me too. And I, uh, uh,
0: it's really high on my list. So everybody, just a little spoiler for everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This album and uh the Mada album, um. I, you know, I never like rip off anything like musically or anything, but like because I listen to them so much, there's a very, it's rubbed off on me a lot in the new Drugoth record that I'm writing. Like there's just riffs and uh, like drum sections where it's like, it's very heavily influenced by this album, especially.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. I can see that for, for Drew Goth like this the way this album is.
1: I like as well that they're just a trio, you know, like they don't have a second guitarist. And it, I I even half feel the way they write their songs. It's it's they write their songs as they've only got one guitarist. Like it's not like they're putting multiple layers and shit, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and I think it, it's dependent on the band at different times. and I know there's times where they've had second guitarists and times where they haven't. So, I think ultimately, probably when they write the stuff, like it as a single guitar player, because you know they can't really count on having two people. You know.
1: Yeah, it'll just be too weird of a transition from you know, uh, record to live purposes and stuff. I guess. Yeah. I think Marduk uh has sort of gone that way as well. Um, you know, like especially on uh uh this latest one and uh you know even Victoria, which I like. A lot of people hate it, but I think it's good. And um even you know French wine, like you know, they realized okay, there's only one guitarist, we'll write accordingly. And uh I kind of I like it, I prefer it to be honest
0: yeah, i think it's good to write for what you got you know and, yeah. and not go too crazy you know
1: it's just more primitive and that's what i'm drawn to i think
0: yeah i mean and it- if you have two guitar players then you gotta make it work as two guitar players like you know what i mean like where it's got a there's some bands that really pull it off but uh i think for a lot of times a primitive block metal you only really need one guitar you know yeah. Tricky, you've got a real loud bass, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to have that shit. Uh, Fix your line. We good? Is,
0: is, what's that? Your line. My line?
1: Your chord, I think. Oh.
0: uh but i think this go. yeah somebody yeah my uh 28 is shining with their self-titled album that came out last year this year or whatever 2023 yeah. um and uh their be- his best albums for me the album that since um redefining darkness i think was the album came out like a while But
1: I got breaking up a bit. Yeah, I don't know if it's your uh, mic cord or or something. Yeah, I've got nothing. No. When, when you hold the bottom, maybe it works.
0: Okay, let's let's hope this works better seems a bit more stable So i'm going if a it cut it's working out. for now yeah uh but anyways i don't know could you hear anything i said about shining
1: uh no <laughs>
0: okay so we'll start over again so my 28 is um shining was their self-titled album from uh last year um i don't i don't know if you're a fan of shining but for me this probably is i think their best album since uh I think it was redefining darkness, which I think came out in two thousand eight, I think, or something like that. But for me, like uh, maybe it was, maybe it was sooner than that. But um, I mean, all, I really like their last two albums, or however many it's been since that album came out. But this one just seems to be on a whole nother level. Like it's just really, really well written, uh, great production, great atmosphere. Um. I don't know like you know for for shining i think this is like you know where it's at if if you know what i mean you know
1: yeah i did i heard one song off of this album uh whatever the first single i think you played it or maybe jackie played it um
0: i think jackie played it uh, yeah
1: yeah i thought it was pretty good i um i just i didn't even realize that it got released to be honest i'll have to have to try to check it out yeah
0: yeah, you should definitely give it a listen. If you're if you're a fan of Shining, it does everything that you want. It's a really good production. Uh, the songwriting is good. Um, I know that uh, Ghoul from May- Mayhem is one of the members. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I forget who else. He's kind of got an all star team for this album. Uh, but that's he usually has some pretty good people in this band. Um, but yeah, I think that that this is really. Uh, Good direction for Shining to go in. And, um, you know, uh, I feel like Shining, the last, like I said, the last few albums have been good, but this one is definitely uh, a step above and always. So I would definitely recommend people checking it out.
1: Yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, like I said, I, I only heard that one single and, um, yeah, I'll have to get on to it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Should give it a, give it a shot. Um, so now we're at. Is he a number three or number two?
1: Uh, my number two.
0: All right, what's your number is, two?
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, this might make people scratch a few heads. Uh, uh, V Yeah, Below the... uh, Neon yeah. Noir. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm a big fan of him. Um, and yeah, this album is uh, a very big step up from his work with him. And, um, yeah, I don't know. There's just so many many layers to each song. You know, if you really listen to it through, like, good headphones or, you know, in the car, like, really loud, you can just, I don't know, just every song, there's so much effort and just so much put into it. And the lyrics are fucking crazy, like, really, really good. Um, I just think it's a huge step up
0: yeah i mean i i'm a big fan of him and um i like all of the him albums pretty well uh but um i feel like um i did really like the last him album but um i do feel like this album i feel like this this album feels like a bit more in the vein of um oh fuck um uh, the second to last him album i'm like blanking on the name um but, but much better, well done. I think this album, like, I need to listen to it more. I haven't given an, as much time to it as I need to, because like you said, there's a lot, all the songs are very different from each other, I feel like, too. On it, yeah. so so he's got some of the heavier doom type of songs you expect from him, and then he's also got like pop songs, and it's very, there's everything, it's, it's very, everything's, it's like a lot of different type of sounds on it which i think is a really big strong part of this album as well
1: yeah yeah it's very very unique but then again at the same time the song placement on the album i think is done perfectly like it's a nice a nice ride you know what i mean like it's not like you know there's like a weird sort of goth rock song and then another one you know there's always something in between to break it all up but it's yeah, it's a it's a phenomenal album. Um, very, very. Uh, it's definitely the probably the album I've gone back to the most this year. You know, it's not very metal, but um, yeah, it's fucking good, man. It's a really fucking well written, uh, piece of music. And I'm pretty sure, um, that he wrote and recorded the entire thing himself. Like, there was no session musicians, nothing
0: yeah i think so i mean he can because that's something a lot of people didn't realize about him the band is that he wrote most of the songs for him you know like yeah, uh, yeah. so um you know a lot of the songs for him he wrote on his acoustic guitar or whatever and uh, you know obviously um like on the guitarist name he would throw his own stuff as well but he but you know bill like wrote the the songs themselves for the most part from my understand so um yeah but yeah i'm a big fan of him my favorite i was i got into him We like when they first started hitting the states and like around like 2000 um uh, i think i think the first time i heard him was 2004 and um i was actually in sweden and they i was watching like some v- channel on tv at, at, in a hotel and they were doing like videos, and they played the video for one of the hymn songs from their second album. And I was just like, "Oh, this, I really like this." And I had kind of heard about them, um, but then when I got back from Sweden, I went and bought Razorblade Romance because that was the only album you could get at the time. And then you know, as they as the albums came out in the states, I bought each album, and then I I saw them their very first U.S. tour, so in two thousand four. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. It yeah, like... I think
1: um, I'm not, you know, I'm not 100 sure, but um, I'm pretty like I know uh, Ville used, you know, was a heavy drinker and smoked cigarettes and you know all the other fun stuff. But yeah, now definitely. I'm pretty, now I'm pretty sure he doesn't smoke and he's sober, and I don't know, man. It's just like maybe that has helped him, like even like vocally. Like, I think he's never sounded this good before.
0: Yeah, he sounds pretty good on on, on the album. Uh, he definitely sounds better on this album than he had for the last couple of him albums. I wasn't a super big fan of the way he was singing in the last two him albums, so... Yeah. I, def- I think it's the best thing he's done since probably, you know, um, Venus Doom or something like that, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I. you know, you said you haven't gone back to it too much. I. Yeah, I really it, recommend it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I need, I need. It's something I've been meaning to to listen to it more. I've I've listened to it a bunch of times, but not enough. You know what I mean? Like I need, I've been meaning to get back and listen to yeah. the album much more times. So because like it um, though.
1: There's uh two songs on there. Um, uh, one one of them is called uh, "Run Away from the Sun," and then the next one is uh, the title track "Neon Noir." And those two songs uh, for the last, I don't know, six months Like have been my, um, like when I go to the studio, I set up my drum kit um, and, you know, like tune everything, what I want, you know, get everything ready. You know, I stretch. Um, and then those two songs uh, are like my warm up songs. Like I'll play along to them and I don't know, I just get, I get into a good sort of headspace after i've played through those songs
0: right yeah the um i actually decided to put because i'm going to do like a, another list of kind of like stuff that's not not metal or like on the on the custom metal and i decided i'm gonna put that on the list so i could save a spot on my this list for something else so that's gonna, oh, be, yeah. on my, that's gonna be on my kind of non-metal or metal adjacent list just because i figured put it there because it'll be up in the top 10 of that you know what i mean yeah yeah so um all right so 27 um is going to be a band called sec terrorism and it's sort of a K, so it's sek terrorism um with et facta est luxe which um this was released by norman evangelium diabali a classic orthodox black metal label um and i didn't know about this band until this album came out and i saw them post about it but they have a bunch of other albums they've been around for for quite a bit actually but uh this album is actually only two songs (laughs) and each song is like 20 minutes or something and um it's like a lot of atmosphere you know, like like each song is like a movement, like it's almost like a classical piece in a way, but it's metal. But there's like a lot of like atmosphere and and weird sounds and ambient elements, and it kind of build up into these like kind of movements of music. And uh, it's fucking really good, like really sick. Like you kind of get lost in the world that's creating. It's very cavernous, a lot of reverb. You know, very much like you're feeling like you're in like a dark evil cathedral or something like that. Um, this is very very sick album. I definitely recommend it.
1: Yeah. Okay. What was it called?
0: Sektarism.
1: Tarism. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Rad. Because I like that type of shit. Like, um, I think it would be unbelievably difficult to do. Um, like, uh, when bands release, like, I think. Yeah, you know, sugar did Catch Thirty Three, where it's it, I think it's ten songs or something or twelve songs, but it sounds like it's just two songs. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And like, uh, Gore did one, uh, I think it was their last release, and same thing. It's like one song, but it goes for forty minutes. I think it's very very easy to fuck that up. Yeah. But like I. I don't know, I'd love to, it's it's on my bucket list, like, in my lifetime, I want to be able to do one of those songs, not 40 minutes, that's fucking psychotic, but I don't know, like a, I don't know, like a half an hour Drugoth song or something, but to a point where it works, you know, like, I really, I have a lot of respect for people who can do that and pull it off well, without it being like, oh, fuck, it sounds like he's just not cut this whole album up, you know what I mean?
0: yeah because there's some bands like like i feel like you know like if you think of like early opeth for example where they have a song that's 10 15 minutes but it just feels like a bunch of riffs put together sometimes you know like i mean that's me personally my opinion about some early opeth but um there's some bands where you just feel like it's either just like a bunch of riffs put together or pieces of songs or something that it doesn't really fit together as like a long song you know
1: yeah um or yeah like, it's like they've gotten four songs but they've just put some interlude or shit between each song and said it's one song
0: exactly like i don't really yeah. like i don't like that but then you have these bands that like, the like Sectarism terrorism or there's a bunch of like funeral doom bands that i like to do this where it's like literally you know one long 20 30 minute song with you know all the riffs flow from each other into the next one they you know maybe they play the riffs For a long period of time and have this kind of slow movement and transformation of the sound. Like I said, it's almost more like a classical movement than a piece of like, you know, rock songwriting. I think that's when that works. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, there's a band called uh, None, N O N E, which I really, really like. I don't even know what you'd classify them as. Like they're like, maybe. Maybe black metal, maybe funeral doom, but yeah, they're, they're very good at that too. They'll release like an album and it it will, it'll just, every, every song will just flow together. Where if they were to release the album as one song, it would still make sense,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Even, even like,
1: um, even like Bog Ripper, you know, that's kind of like their bread and butter to release like a two or four song album. But it all just flows together as one song but that's doom you can kind of i guess you could get away with that more so in doom shit.
0: yeah and doom it works really well to do that way <laughs> but yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot definitely blackmail that does that i mean if you think about Burzum, like of this like said taros is only five four songs each song's like 10 minutes you know what i mean like yeah yeah it works um but yeah, so what's your number one? We have the big the big the big reveal. All
1: right. All right. Um all right. So my number one of uh what is it?
2: Twenty twenty-three.
1: Yep. It is uh Taylor Swift, nineteen eighty nine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. All right. I was my looking
0: at one. like what? I hope not. <laughs> All right, no, all right, all right.
1: My number one of twenty twenty three is uh Metallica, seventy two seasons.
0: Uh, for real?
1: No, I'm just fucking. <laughs> deep all, right, all right. But seriously, my number one is uh. Once again, it's one of those part one, part two things. Uh, you probably know it because I whinge about this band all the time. Uh, they're called. Genocidal rights, and uh there are two releases. One is called "Exsanguination of the Gods," and the other one, which came out on Halloween, I believe, is called "The Eternal Sam Hain." And they are like a, I don't know, bestial yep. war war metal, but they just do it in their own way. You know what I mean? Like it's it's fucking chaotic and and very, you know, war metal structure and but I don't know the bass is just thunderous and the drums are like like they're fast and like blast beats and shit, but then I don't know, there's so much groove with it and and they have these like really epic like slow sort of doom sections but It just works. I don't know. I'm sure there's, you know, other bands in this genre that sort of do it, but I'm yet to find them at this particular level of my enjoyment. But yeah, I don't know. And they've got like uh, a lot of like, not, not samples, but they are samples and it's like they create their own with like this weird organs and sort of not not shit like synthy stuff but it's just real primitive sort of sampling at yeah. the end and the start of some songs and yeah i don't know they've only re- i think they've released like a a live demo and uh three other sort of like short eps but yeah i really hope they do an album
0: yeah i do too
1: I fucking love this shit so much.
0: Yeah, the, the, the stuff you sent me from them is really killer. Like, very perfect in that kind of beastial range. It kind of reminds me a little bit of beastial raids, maybe, or something like that. Um, But but they're definitely doing their own thing.
1: Yeah, it's and just, it's,
0: it's very, the, uh, just very the awesome.
1: Drums and the drums, like, they're, they're tuned so low and just shit and caveman, but I love it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it reminds and me there's of, like there's noticeable mistakes, but it's yeah. fucking sick. Yeah,
0: I re- the the drum tuning kind of reminds me a little bit of uh not Profanatica, sorry, um, Proclamation's um, execration of Cruel Bestiality." I mean, it's just like yeah. really like thunder, like thunderous, like kind of cruddy, but it's like dun, 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 like just real low sounding. I like that. Yeah. I love that kind of drum sound.
1: Yeah, like they've—they they didn't tune it with a drum key. They just used their fingers. Like everything is tuned finger tight.
0: Yeah, and like the—it kind of sounds like the snare is not even—it's tuned like real low, and it's not even you know, like snapped up. Like it's just a real loose, like kind of kind of like uh,
1: you know. Yeah, there's no pop. There's no crack to the snare. It's just like it's, oh, you know, it's, it's just like jock. Like <laughs> built their coffee on it and it's just like they're hitting a puddle
0: yeah i love that kind of i I love that really uh big low tuned snare sound like it's like something i really a big fan of i'm and and conversely i'm not really a fan of bands when they have super super tight like snare where it's like i'm not a big fan of that i like i like to feel a little bit of i like either in the middle or like the real low ones you know
1: Yeah, I like um I like really low um you know like like you know early eighties sort of shit.
0: Exactly. But
1: but the bad part is with that, especially with like blasting, because it's like a you know, like a you've just wiped your ass on the drum skin like and it's soggy and shitty. (laughs) There's 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 no bounce back. So it's like it's all just your arm you're just hammering the blast beat like there's no you're not using the drums like the skin to to you know rely on the bounce but it makes it it harder but it it does pay off because it sounds cooler
0: yeah i think it it must be yeah it's probably pretty shitty for the drummer uh, but uh at the same time it sounds cooler because it's like there's more power in each hit you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah Yeah. i've tried like um you can get these like they're called big fat snare drums. It's like a uh it's not quite a drum head because you sit it on top of your drum head and it, it's just a dampener basically. Okay. And uh it sounds cool, but I tried to like put that on top of my snare and record like that and it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, but yeah, I'm just gonna have to I don't know get jacked as fuck and just learn how to blast on a really loose snare
0: yeah just, just pound those fucking snares <laughs> you
1: know like i don't even like blast fast you know but like i just i don't know there's nothing worse if you got like a you know a blast part you can't hear the snare and then you go to like a big open part and the snare is too loud And you know but i just gotta be better
0: yeah, it just takes work to figure out how to make it make it work right, and for each, for whatever you're trying to do, you know what I mean. Yeah, you pick the right sound for each each type of project.
1: Yeah, yeah, like with um, uh, our one, Antichrist, Blood Scourge. Yeah, the tuning's low and thick and shiny. Right.
0: Yeah, because okay. I want it
1: to be that, that. You know.
0: Yeah, I really like the the drum sound we got in there, and. Um, yeah, yeah i that think that cool i think yeah i mean that first song we got done sounds awesome and i love the bass i love the drum sound because it's definitely uh you're definitely on the same page with the drum drum sound you know what i mean so which is important because because sometimes yeah, some, some drummers shit. yeah some drummers are very like um hesitant to, to to do that kind of sound like they don't you know they have kind of like a right and wrong where Snare drums supposed to sound a certain way in their heads, and I, f- I found that some drummers like really don't want their drums to sound that the way. That that like we're talking about, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> no, yeah. Like when I um go into the studio to record shit, you know, I don't I don't trigger anything, I don't sample anything. Whatever my drums are tuned to on the day, that's that's what the album's going to sound like. You know, all I do is I put a little bit of reverb on shit just to make it sound, you know, a bit more uh like uh cinematic and you know, reverb's cool, you know. Yeah, but apart from that, yeah, nothing. I don't do anything.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. Like, yeah.
1: like if I've recorded a whole album and I don't like the snare tuning, you know, stiff shit. Yeah is what it's what you've done. So learn how to tune your snare the way you want it
0: exactly you know? yeah i like that kind of old school way instead of like oh let's go and redo every fucking drum beat and all that kind of bullshit you know I, I really like being a bit more primitive with it so yeah um but i guess i'll get my last one i'm mentioning tonight which is my number 26 which is a uh, necrofire with Burning Shadows and the Southern Night. And of course, uh, I've had Christian on a podcast. I'm going to have him on again at some point. Um, he's like the main guy playing Necrofire, and he's a really cool dude. He also runs the Hell's Heroes Festival down in Houston. And um, yeah, this, this Necrofire album is really sick. It's, it's definitely his best album with Necrofire so far. And um, I think they're really like, you know, they definitely have that kind of melodic dissection influence but he's really i like, created his own thing going on with this album in particular and i just uh yeah. i've listened to this album a ton
1: yeah me too the production on this album's fucking sick
0: yeah the production sounds great um just the whole vibe of it the whole atmosphere i really like a lot Yeah. The songwriting i'm a big is really fan good. of
1: the drummer yeah I don't I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but I, I do I follow him on whatever Instagram and shit and he's very unique. Like his setup as well. It's very it's not what you expect. And um I don't know, he uses uh, a lot of Chinas, but like uh just like drum wise, like him as a drummer uh how do I explain it? He like symbol wise as well, he uses like a lot of crescendos like like in his in his playing like on a blast speed or something like it won't just be like the same symbol hit each time It'll right be like you know like the volume will differ like it almost creates a melody like behind it yeah it's really really unique almost like jazz like jazz influenced in a way but yeah it's it's really really cool even on like the um like like the toms as well, you know, like yeah. it's not just like, dun dun do like big solid hits. Like there's quiet ones, and you know, like they they rise and then they they get lower again, and just stuff like that. It's really interesting sort of shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. and It adds a lot to to the overall sound what he's doing, and um i think they they also from remember from the conversation I with christian they, they recorded it pretty raw as well the album so they were kind of going for the kind of feeling like you know almost like a live feeling with it you know and um mm-hmm. i think that the album definitely has like a real real you know rough in its own way but clear at the same time again like which is kind of a theme I have a certain type of production i like and stuff I guess so but um uh yeah and I think all the the little things like you know they're obviously not going in and and making all the drum hits perfect and stuff on this you know what I mean and it just like really gives a lot of character to the recording because it's not like it's not like I don't know so overly perfected as like a lot of music is
1: nowadays you know what I mean to to me, like I don't know the ins and outs, but I like to annoy the shit out of the producer who I record with. But like it sounds, it sounds like on the drums anyway that it's mostly like room mics, and uh, and then underneath, then like more so than what it normally sh- would be on a record. So you can hear like the different volumes of things, but um, whether that's just been done in the mix or not, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It's very, I feel like I'm sure because I think they're on seasons of mist, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like them and cloak just like, I don't know if they were both on the same show, that would be a really cool fucking show. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it would be awesome if they toured together.
1: Like, uh yeah,
0: which I've I've said to both Scott and and Christian, isn't it? like you guys tour together. <laughs> so you know what
1: I mean. Like, it, it, they they would work really well. Like, yeah, th- if you're a fan of one, you would probably become a fan of the other.
0: I agree. Yeah, they they complement each other really well. Like in a lot of ways, they're very connected to my mind. You know, and uh I think part of that is because they have the, they both have the kind of melodic elements to it. Um But uh, yeah, and I think they both have the kind of heavy metal kind of influence going on, you know, and uh, I definitely think that if they tour together, it'd be very successful because I do think that their two crowds probably are the same. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think Cloak are a little bit more cleaner in a way. Yeah,
0: Cloak have more of a, yeah, they're like more clean. I think that they have a little bit more of almost, like, uh, there's, like, a little bit more goth elements with Cloak, you know? Does that make sense? Like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, I think Necrofire are a bit more black metal, you know?
1: I don't know. I, 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 I kind of even get, like, a... I don't know where they're from, but, like, almost, like, a real, like, like dark sort of country sort of vibe. Like I just I picture like you could be playing Red Dead Redemption 2 or some shit and have Necrifier on in the background
0: well, and it they would work. Are, they are from Texas, so I know that um <laughs> all right, I, know,
1: I know that that that's actually kind of
0: purposeful. Like even on the album, like a lot of the ideas and stuff are kind of exploring like ideas of like you know, old like uh blues and country music going down to the crossroads and selling your soul and all that kind of stuff. So
1: yeah like if they had like a slide guitar solo or something it it wouldn't not make sense
0: yeah it would work because that yeah i think they're trying to do their own thing and and making use of the fact that yeah they're from houston texas and they're gonna they put that in their music i like Necrofire, they're not making cold black metal it's like it's got this kind of warmth and yeah swagger to it in a way you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah, I dig it. Yeah, they were on my. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, they didn't make the cut, but they were they were very very high up there, and I I should have put them in, but I I couldn't cut someone else out.
0: Yeah, we're kind of like in the honorable mentions, or if yeah. You know.
1: oh, yes, yes, yeah. They were they were in on way. there for sure,
0: but um. Yeah, man. I mean, it's a great list, and there's a bunch of stuff that you put on your list that I got to check out. So that I wasn't even aware of. So that's always that's always a plus when you like. What's that?
1: Like the VV album? You got to listen to it more.
0: Well, yeah, but I already had a listen to the album. But you know, like there's the stuff that you put you put <laughs> on your list that I don't even never even heard of. So like Sin or. uh haste nocturnal effigy you know i saw you posting on nocturnal effigy but yep. i haven't checked out yet so
1: yeah man yeah i, gotta yeah, check I reckon you'll, out. you'll really like it i think yeah um because you and i were both of the same mind musically i think to an extent where i i i think you'll like all the stuff you know
0: yeah i definitely will be checking it all out and um yeah, this will be if you if you down to redo this next year. We'll, we'll do it again. So, but uh, I'll probably have you on. i obviously have you on the podcast again before next year. Before that, yeah, man, I'm down. <laughs> so we'll have we'll do an episode like much sooner than that. So,
1: yeah, sounds good.
0: Yeah, cool, dude. I'm gonna get out of here though because we've been going for almost three hours. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, a long one. We seem to do that.
0: Yeah, that's good though and um i hope you have a good night brother or i guess it's uh i don't know afternoon there huh so
1: yeah late afternoon i'll go for a run
0: cool yeah i'm gonna do some stuff and go to bed so
1: all right thanks Uh, for having me mate
0: thanks brother great great as always and uh we'll talk to you later all
1: right love you